This is a Galactic Network podcast. The Podcast of Terror is a great podcast. It's covering movies that are not for children, and thus this podcast is not for children. The hosts are two adults who will use bad words from time to time. They'll also spoil movies if that's not your thing. So if you don't like spoilers and you don't want to hear some dirty language or some dirty references to dirty parts of your body, then please, please, please wash your body parts better and do not listen to this show. If you can handle it, and I hope you can because there's a great podcast coming up, then please proceed with Podcast of Terror. Episode 148 of the Podcast of Terror. For more on this podcast, including show notes, content information, subscription links, go to gncast.com slash pot. I am Matt Stein. Corey's going to be here shortly. I don't know. He may be here already. He's just quiet. He's a weird guy. Uh, this week, we're going to be joined by Amy Frost, who we haven't had on in quite a while. But we're talking about the Netflix baking, cooking, Halloween show. Uh, the Curious Creations of Christine McConnell should be interesting. Like a dick-sucking machine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. called my wife. Apparently, I'm no. <laughs> <laughs> I, apparently, I'm the only one that wasn't aware of that until the other day. Oh yeah, I really was not aware of that. Yeah, it's like a flashlight, but it has like balls that move move for you. And it, what? And they have ones that can connect to the internet, yeah. so that if you are at a distance. I knew about the internet ones because there was a problem with privacy issues with like. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately the people in charge of the adult entertainment toys uh weren't paying enough attention to leaks uh and so they were just like yeah all of your all of your data just got everywhere it's not the only thing that got everywhere <laughs> but you, did you say the machine has balls yeah yeah it has there's like balls i like mean think I don't of know. like the shiatsu massager yeah but in tube form that sounds i have a shiatsu thing for my neck and, and it's just like and every that thing hurts like shit <laughs> yeah that's yeah you need you need to you need the hurt to get through the pan the the, 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 the yeah I, I, I can't form sentences <laughs> Too busy fixated on balls. Did your testicle not work at first, or was it something you did to yourself by playing around with things? Like I was born with a hernia. Yeah, I had fucking surgery. Mm. I have a scar. I can't show you on the internet. You had some fun with some Lincoln logs that you weren't supposed to. Those went in my butt. And when it says three and up, it doesn't mean in your asshole. All right. (laughs) I thought it was a challenge to see how many I could fit in my butt. No uh, challenge. Uh, how are you, Amy? <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> uh, Is that a tone? Yeah. Just about right. <laughs> yeah, now we're good. So I apparently was so drunk last night, I didn't realize that you responded to my message when I asked if you were drinking with me tonight. Oh, yeah. Because I no, went to send obviously. you the link, and I was like, um, I don't remember that happening. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. No. I sent that to JF. I was like, Matt just asked me if uh, I was drinking or if he had to behave. And he just goes, oh, that sweet summer child. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know what? Sometimes, you know, I never want to assume that people continue to drink as much as I do. 
I wasn't going to drink yesterday, and I texted a buddy of mine. I said, but uh, these beers aren't going to drink themselves. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no, I'm not going to get through this holiday sober at all. See, tomorrow's the only day that I have to do anything because we don't yeah, talk to half our family. Which so is, fun. Well, you know, it doesn't bother yeah. me. Yeah. We're going to see that uh, Holmes and Watson on, on Tuesday morning. So I'm like, that's that's probably cooler than hanging with my in-laws. Mm-hmm. So, does that open directly on Christmas Day, or is it? Yeah. Damn it. What? Aaron wants to go see a movie tomorrow, mm. uh, and I was like, well, you showed interest in going to see Into the Spider Verse, and she's like, no. I'm like, yeah, all right. So, <laughs> fuck. I said we can go stare at Jason Momoa's tits for a couple hours in Aquaman. She's like. Mm. No, he's hot, but I don't really like. That's not, at home time. It, well, no, she's, she's not into him. She, she likes Ron Swanson, so which works out well for me. Huh. <laughs> Except the whole like being handy and good with tools oh, and shit. Yeah, no. If, if she expected me to be handy or good with tools, uh, our sex life would have been way different. <laughs> I just listened to you explain uh, a shower head. Right. <laughs> um, and so there's the the. Mary Poppins, don't give a fuck. There's what else is there? There's not a lot that's out right now. That's fun. So Holmes and Watson, she Step Brothers is one of her most watched movies. She's constantly got that. Oh, on. Bumblebee came out. Yeah, and I, I mentioned Bumblebee, and she's like, "Fuck you." Well, you know, <laughs> the Mule. I kind of I wouldn't mind seeing that one. I'd like to see the Mule where he's riding back and forth to Mexico in Bumblebee. There you go. <laughs> Now we got the it. crossover that no one Where ever wanted. Yep. Yeah. You could go see Dr. Seuss's The Grinch or Once mm. Upon a Deadpool or Ralph Breaks the Internet. I want to see that one. I wouldn't mind seeing Ralph Breaks the Internet also, but yeah, I don't think there's anything that's really swing for her. So we watched uh, Despicable Me this morning. Despicable Me 3. Like when most people are like taking their kids out for breakfast. Just like sitting at home watching a children's movie by myself. I hadn't showered yet. It was kind of weird. I watched yeah. uh, Incredibles 2 a couple weeks ago and I really bummed out. It didn't blow my tits Damn off. It. I have, it obviously have it on my computer. I just haven't watched it yet. I'm guessing that's where you watched it. Uh, no, I had it on my computer. Okay. But <laughs> just, well, then. I, I'm. I really love The Incredibles, and it's not that it was a bad movie, but it's just it didn't it didn't sing. One, it seems like it doesn't do much with the family. Oh. It's all about Elastigirl, and I like Elastigirl a lot. But where Incredibles comes together for me is when the whole family gets together at the end, and and you get that team up. And it there's not much of that, and as the other characters are really not used much throughout of it. They do. Crap shit with Violet. Dash is almost not there. Boo. I was yeah. like, it's been so long since I've seen The Incredibles. I don't really remember any of these people. I just thought I should watch it because. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also in a weird headspace right now, man. So don't don't trust me on this shit. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll eventually watch it. I did watch Sharknado for the first time. Yeah, I saw you at Sharknado. I was kind of curious as to what you're planning to do with that. Um, I don't know. I thought I downloaded the other four. Excuse me, five. Um, yeah, there's Shik Shik Sharknados. 
Yeah, it, no, it's like uh, that episode of Friends where they're watching Die Hard and then they're going to watch Die Hard 2 and they just rented two copies of Die Hard. Die Hard. <laughs> and if we, if we watch it again, it's watching Die Hard 2. Um, yeah, no, my plan was to watch all six Sharknados. Um, Alyssa's going to Texas for... So you've officially given up, is what you're saying. No, it was, <laughs> it was like, I'm going to be living that sweet, sweet bachelor life here for a little bit. Um... So fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Frozen pizza and a lot of used Kleenex. No, no, <laughs> just carpet. I'm just I'm gonna stand naked and just wiggle my hips and just just hate the whole whip, house over. Whip and ropes everywhere. Yeah. Run a, a rug shampooer and see what happens. <laughs> just fuck that. I'm gonna pay pay to have the house cleaned. Yeah. Yikes. Hopefully the. Uh, the, the merry maids that come in aren't too attractive. Otherwise, you're just going to be going against your own dad. <laughs> All I can think about is, uh, I don't know if, well, Corey, now you live in a normal state, but we have like those PDQ car washes and you can get the, the superior interior. That's like the top of the line where they'll really clean the shit out of the inside of your car. It's like, I'm, I want that for my carpet because I'm going to jizz superior on it so much. From, I want superior interior from like my, my prostitute friends. That... <laughs> That's what you put down on a resume. <laughs> You're the bunny <laughs> rat. JF is telling me that all six Sharknadoes is a terrible plan. I say you're a terrible plan. Watch it backwards so it looks like the shark is just throwing up the whole time. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I fell asleep during the first one and I don't care. Like, all I missed was that a tornado show up and started throwing sharks around. Yeah. So. Pretty sure that's it for the next five. Yep. Also. Yep. But you know what? I can have these on while playing video games and getting really drunk by myself. Mm-hmm. And I can say I watched all six Sharknados. It's just an excuse to try to turn Ian Zerling into the next Ash, which is not a bad idea. I saw that he's going to be playing uh, Blue Devil in one of the CW shows. And so, great. You know, that that's fun. I, I liked Ian Zerling. It, it was Probably my least favorite character on 90210. Besides Donna. Fuck Donna. But he's a cool guy. He's funny. I don't... I have no, like, frame of reference. I never watched 90210 because I'm not a weirdo. You were four. That too. (laughs) That's the bigger issue. (laughs) Because you couldn't, like, help it at the time. Like, it just appeared. Like, you know that episode of Star Trek The Next Generation with the game and they, like, hold your eyes open and make you play the game? Yeah, same thing. <laughs> but 90210. So, was it, like, normal for males and females to watch 90210 when it was popular? Yes, but if you were a guy, you had to lie about it. Okay. Or you watched it with your girlfriends who were never going to have sex with you. Also, I hear. I, I, I watched a lot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer to try to oh. be the Pussy Slayer. Yeah, how'd Did that work out for you? No. That was no. that was a very strange relationship. She clogged my parents' toilet and it overflowed. There's shit everywhere. It's called the Hell Mouth. And I, I watched Buffy. I got my wife into Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That was our. our it does not surprise we me. Took Tuesdays off together. That was our specific days off of work because that one's when Buffy was on. And then they fucked with us by putting Angel on a second night on a different network. Ugh. Oh, no. Yeah, those bastards. The worst. What the fuck? 
What? What? When they they Buffy <laughs> see Buffy what, once upon a w. time when TV shows came on TV was an important thing. No, <laughs> I remember. I remember that. I'm I'm old enough that I there the DVR came out like probably when I was 18, 19, somewhere in there. Yeah. So I remember having to rush home so I could watch The Simpsons at six and six thirty, and then trying to stay up late enough to watch it at ten and ten thirty. Yep. I had an all-in-wonder card for my computer from ATI that I would uh-huh. hook up to my my T not my TiVo uh, my TV to record the shows onto that. I had like the first season of Smallville on CD-ROM somewhere. It, like I I did my best until the TiVo hit, and I was like, "Oh, this is the greatest thing in the world." <laughs> yeah, I remember having but, one of those too. I felt like a I was fucking wrong. man. But the greatest thing in the world is the internet. And a very large hard drive. Right. Well, that too. Very large hard drive. Is that a dick joke? It is. Maybe. It is now. I mean, if it wasn't before, it is now. Except mine's not a solid state, but sure, that's fine. It's a hybrid. (laughs) It's only sometimes solid. 2600 RPM. (laughs) I was watching. (laughs) Too nerdy. I was watching. Too nerdy. Amy is the only person, I shouldn't say the only person turned on. Corey's probably turned on right now, too. But, you know, we just managed to turn on 100% of our female listener, listener base. So, show me the Master hasn't proven anything. Uh, I was watching, Pete Holmes has a, a special on HBO called Clean Dirty. And he, he made some comment about a, a porn video. And he's like, I'll send you the link. And I'm like, man, how hardcore is it to be in the porn industry and it just comes down to, I'll send you a link of this work. Not, I'll send you a link because you're going to buy the video. It's, I'll, I'll send you a link where you can go watch the video for free. This person, like, there's some hard-earned work that goes into making a film. And then there's porn. Yeah. And I feel, <laughs> I feel like that's just too much in your face. Jump back for a second. Um, we're not paying for this. We are not paying to see what you do. But we're going to enjoy the shit out of it as much as we can. <laughs> I, I had empathy for the porn industry because of Pete Holmes. That, that says something right there about my week. You should get outside more often. Hmm. Just throwing it no, out. He lives in a winter hellscape, so yeah. really, I, there's not much else. Do you have snow right now, Corey? No, uh, it doesn't look like we're going to have snow until a couple days after yeah. Christmas, if that. Amy, do you it's have mostly going to be freezing. No, we have nothing. It was like 60 here yesterday. Yeah, it was in the, the 40s. It rained a couple days ago. It snowed, but it all melted. Yeah. Then I noticed how much chicken shit was on my deck. Yeah. We went to my mom's house yesterday, and they have snow all over the ground, and they're three miles away from us. And we're like, "What the fuck is going on over on this side of town? This is this doesn't make any sense at all." <laughs> Did they gather it, and they brought it all over here. What the? F- I, I know I'm in not like the nicest part of the neighborhood, but shit. It's okay. I was trying not to shoot beer everywhere. It's holly jolly bullshit, is what it is. <sighs> I guess this will come out on Christmas. So, Merry Christmas. Yeah, we're doing everything we can to up our listenership by putting out the new episode on Christmas Day when everybody just gathers around the fire. (laughs) Some families are going to sit down to listen to this. 
<laughs> talk about us jizzing on carpet, paying Mary maids to <laughs> clean my crusty carpets. Yeah. Well, not my dad. Oh, he God. No, well, he he won't mind because we're not Jack. Right. He only hates Jack. No, he doesn't hate Jack. He just he hates the F-bombs that come out of Jack's mouth, and it's like, oh, Dad. Good old Jack. <laughs> <sighs> so, how's everyone doing? Super good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I assumed no one was going to answer me, and then I was just going to feel like a dickhead. Amy, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking hard cider. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. See, will you wassel? I will wassel. The fuck I is a wassel? You looked it up, you dick. Was I was I drinking? <laughs> he was probably wasseling at the time. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Damn it! I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna look it up again. Or he's gonna go back to the episode. Oh yeah, no, now I remember it. All right. It's in your search history. <laughs> really like, uh, what kind uh, of weird bestiality board is this wassel thing? Uh, yeah. So are you really wa- drinking wassel? Me now. Yeah. Like, no, it's like, I, I have. I'm, I would. It doesn't sound yeah, see, like I can see Amy Frost as a wassler. You know, I'm a lot of things. <laughs> is, is that like, is that a pickup line that would curry your favor <laughs> if someone was like, hey, baby, you wassel? Yeah, but only like the people who are dressed up singing carols outside the mall. Yeah, it's legit the one person that works on. It, it, it'll really burst a bustle at the Dickens yeah. Fair or whatever. Yep. It's just like that was a lot of hard <laughs> words to put together. That's so good. Uh, <laughs> just uh, JF made a joke about my search history. Mm-hmm. Just said it's in your search history. Me, what isn't? It's a good point. Uh-huh. Wassel porn, although I've uh, a wassel bukaki. I haven't got to that one yet. Wassel cocky. That is a real hot and sticky kind of concoction. Tell me, mm. someone hasn't done it. You just put a tarp down and just wassel some sluts. <laughs> Wassel some sluts like they did in Old England. <laughs> doth, doth thou slut desire a wassel? <laughs> oh. The whole reason Jack the Ripper went off is because he had a hole in his mug. Oh, that poor bastard. <sighs> oh. Do you even wassel? Do you even wassel, bro? Do you even wassle, bro? Right. You need that in an old English on a shirt. Yep. Jesus Christ. I'm going to make with, that happen. With a yeah. drawn-on scarf around it like the, the tuxedo t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the, the vest. Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. Wow. Good. Corey, what are you drinking? Tea or root beer? I have the last of my iced tea because Aaron got to it before me and then I have a Mostly frozen Mountain Dew that I left in the freezer too long. God. You're a special, special little guy. <sighs> it's a hard life up here in the attic space. <laughs> Can I start calling you Hugo? Like Bart Simpson's twin brother, Hugo, that lives in the attic? Oh, God. Everybody had a twin on that show. What? No, I don't think there was a Maggie twin. No. There was just the evil baby with the unibrow. Yeah. Yep. 
I don't think Lisa had a twin. No, but didn't she make one up? Or am I making up Lisa Simpson episodes? I don't know. There's <laughs> in your fan fiction. It's cool. <laughs> Simpsons fan fiction. Um, I don't know. They're starting. Like I can't finish episodes anymore. No, it's it's difficult. They, they start singing, and I have to turn them off. I just get to the last clip of it before it goes into Bob's Burgers, mm. and that last two minutes of Simpsons that it records is always just. Well, I don't know what they did this episode, but I'm sure it was bullshit. I I get the most new episodes watched when I'm at work because I just have it on on my computer and I generally can't stop what I'm doing to turn it off. (laughs) So that's that's how I get through the Simpsons episodes now. It's a sad, sad situation. I do still go through the first 11 seasons pretty religiously, though. I am watching a lot of laugh TV laugh as a station Mm -hmm, on, mm -hmm. uh, on cable and home improvement 10 PM. Yeah. So it plays home improvement, which I don't watch, but about the time that I wake up the morning is, uh, spin city, which I think had about five seasons, two of which had Charlie Sheen. So you already know it's not good. And, uh, and most of the, the people on that, I think the whole team went over to do scrubs, which I like scrubs a lot, but then it goes into, Night Court, which I didn't even know Night Court had made it in the 90s, but somehow it did continue on that far. Then it goes into the Drew Carey show and then Third Rock from the Sun. And all of these shows I've discovered are, by today's standards, incredibly problematic. Mm -hmm. It is just so, so messed up how they treat the female characters in these things. And and the the amount of, of gay jokes, which we do on here. Because I, I like because I like Matt. I think he's cute. Uh, it's not so much a joke as a a like, please accept me. And so I, I just like, but I, I can't not watch the shows. And I'm just trying to get through the end of Drew Carey to mm. see what that final season was like, which I know was probably not good. One of the characters had left. The main woman from the show had left and I think went over to Scrubs, actually. And uh, but it it's just in the last two seasons, it's just him trying to find a wife. So he's he's rented a hall. He's got a specific day that he's going to get married, and he needs to find the girl who's going to marry him. So that's all it is for for the final two of Drew. But like, it's not good TV, and I know it's not good TV, but it felt like it was good TV at the time. Like the Drew Carey show, very popular. I liked it. I didn't watch it nonstop, but I enjoyed the show. Uh, Night Court, I was a big fan of for at least the first few seasons. Yeah. We used to play the Night Court theme song in my first band. Nice. Yeah, that was awesome. Just because our bass player could go boom, 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 boom. (laughs) (laughs) But those shows were like, they were the shit, you know? And now you look back at it, what the fuck was I on? Oh, I was 15. Well, not only that, but what are your other options at that time? That's true. That is, uh, yeah. I mean, Thursday nights on NBC was was big for a long time. Yeah. But it was the Cosby Show, Cheers, whatever happened after Cosby Show. I don't remember what was in that spot. I have no idea. Yeah, it's it's weird, right? There had to be something I'm between sorry. Cosby Show and Cheers. I just made a weird sound. I don't know what it was. Um, I never watched the Cosby Show. I was too young. I'm trying to remember what was on TJF. Step by step. Step by step was on TGIF. Yeah, I don't know. If Perfect Strangers. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, growing pains. Ah, uh, still as growing pains. That was earlier. Fuck this. I bet there's a TJF wiki. Uh, full house. Full house. Not growing pains. And family matters. Family matters. Yeah, I didn't watch the shit out of that one. Oh, not TGI Fridays restaurants. Do you think they did Family Matters just because the the guy from it already had the policeman suit because he wore it in every fucking movie before that? And, and so we're just, hey, we're going to do the show about you. We're going to call the guy Carl Winslow and he's going to be a cop. Well, I have a cop suit. Yeah, we know. We're trying to save on the budget. <laughs> Did you ever see someone like made a video game cover and it's Carl on duty? <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. I play the shit out of it. You're just kicking Steve Urkel out of the house all the time. I look forward to the 20 minute cutscene where it's just him talking about how he shot a kid. Wait. Do you ever watch Die Hard now and fantasize that the kid he shot a Steve Urkel? I, I have Die Hard, what is also I'm going to watch somewhere in the middle of the Sharknados. <laughs> just going to break it up. It's like your, your palate cleanser between Sharknado yeah. 4 and yeah. 5. You have to keep in mind. My wife is gone for like six days, of which I have to go to work for like two of them. Oh, God. So. You didn't try to get those two days off so you could just go with her. No. Or, well, or rather, you weren't invited. <laughs> I was invited. I just have no desire to go drive to San Antonio, Texas to attend the wedding of two people that I don't like. And we would then have to board the dogs. And I'd have to go. Just don't fucking want to go. So I got stuck taking care of the animals in exchange to stay home. You just saw six days of masturbation time. That's all it is. You can tell us. We're friends here. I saw six days of masturbation and day drinking. Right. <laughs> so business as usual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just Empty I don't have bottle. to sneak into the other room to rub one out when she's home. I can just stand in the kitchen in the front window and do it. <laughs> Empty a bottle, fill a bottle. Empty a bottle, fill a bottle. Pretty much. Someone yeah. fucking ran over our mailbox and I was like all old man pissed off about it. I don't know who it was. I'd like to know. Because now I have a chore to fix it. And I'm not excited about that. <sighs> Did I tell you guys last week that someone ran into the restaurant across the street from us? I think so. Yeah. Uh, right between the, the gas line and the electrical line. Thank oh. God. Yeah. Jesus. But your put milk, a big your, old hole in the bar would have blown up. Yeah, they, they, they knocked it out good, and fortunately nobody was in that room, and the, and the guy who did it wasn't hurt. He just... Good. He, he was in the wrong gear. <laughs> like, there was... Um, so, where this, this the city I'm from, there was a gas station by my parents' house. Um, a guy was pumping gas, and he went inside to pay, and his, his girlfriend or whatever was still in the passenger seat, or vice versa, she went in to pay, and he was in the car, and they didn't move to the driver's seat. They just like leaned over to move the car up and slipped and hit the gas and drove through and killed the girl working. Oh, shit. It was fucking insane when it happened. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I've i never been in a situation where I've been in the wrong gear or hit the gas when I should have hit the brake and like anything bad has happened. But it's kind of strange how often it happens. But it's like with anything where if you do something long, like enough times you'll start to get a little too comfortable with it and that's how you get in an accident 
Yeah, your brain just goes on autopilot. Yeah, it it happens. It happens so much when I'm driving, where I get home and I'm like, "How the fuck did I get here? I don't remember any of this." Mm-hmm. I, I was driving that. to work one day, and I left my my house, and I went in the wrong direction towards a job I hadn't worked at in about 15 years. And I was almost there. I'm like, "Where am I? What am I doing?" <laughs> I uh, I thought after like when we moved, I would continue to drive to my old house, but. One of my coworkers likes to drive me past my old house so I can see what kind of a shithole that that dumb bitch turned it into. I I cycled through mean names to call her and settled on bitch. Um, in case you were, either of you were watching my face. Well, um, I think we know who took out Matt's mailbox now. Could have been her. Fucking slapper. I don't that, care that's my that. favorite popeel toy. The slapper. The slapper. You want the lights out, you just go over and beat your significant other. <laughs> just, just hit her until she turns the light off? No, you do it, and then it hears you, and it's like, oh, I don't want to see this. <laughs> there, a little bit of domestic abuse humor here on the podcast of Terror. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> oh, man. There's going to be at least more than... There's going to be at least one case of domestic violence on Christmas this year. It goes by the case, I think. Probably. Um, we should probably talk. Yeah, we should probably talk about what Amy does with her life. Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, you should at least have an opportunity to push what you're doing. I mean, I I do good stuff. Uh, I make things mostly. Um, I realized that. Uh. I go in a lot of different directions. So I've made a, a new social media account to cover everything because I'm tired of having to promote too many things, <laughs> which is a good time. Uh, yeah, so I go by Daniora on the internet, D-A-N-I-O-R-A, and uh, you can find me literally anywhere, and that's what I do. Um, I have my shop, which is a good time. What do you do in your shop? Uh, so I do a lot of cosplay stuff, a lot of gaming supplies, dice bags, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, it's a good time. So far, so good in that whole small market handmade item thing. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why I do it. I must like it. Etsy's just over there in the corner like, shut up. What are you doing? Come on, we're trying to make a living here. Oh, it's great. Do you have an Etsy shop? I do, I do. DanielRaCosplay.com. Oh boy. Yeah. Hey, you guys just keep talking. I'm gonna do some shopping here. <laughs> uh, just in time to not get anything in time for yeah, Christmas. Yeah, to get nothing in time for Christmas. I didn't say it was for for else. I, I didn't put it on. Uh, I've not put my shop on vacation for the holidays. So I know he's he's hoping to get it to his house for when his wife's gone, and he he just wants to buy whatever's the most absorbent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cloth dice bag. I could jizz in that. <laughs> How much cum could one of these things hold? <laughs> <laughs> if I liked my brother more, I would totally buy him one of these. What? What? <laughs> what? What? How much cum does this hold? If I like my brother more, what? Because uh, he he plays D and D, and he really likes Legend of Zelda. Uh-huh. That is a good combo. But uh-huh. I don't like him enough to spend that kind of money on him. Well, then it's not even that expensive. Works. That's just how much I don't like him. <laughs> uh, just send him one of your pre-fills. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Uh. 
Oh, that was taking it too far. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's a little far to say I'm going to send my brother a pre-filled jar of cum. <laughs> didn't say jar. Up. Satchel? Yes, exactly. <laughs> a pre-filled sack of cum. Uh, I took a turn. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would expect nothing less. I yeah, like how you yeah. put it back on you so you had to spell it out for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really liked all your stuff until I, until I saw this stupid Doctor Who hat. Listen. <sighs> top secret. Oh. I... I've never watched Doctor Who. Oh, that's so awesome. I like episode. you so much more now. But I know. I know. Doctor Who sells. Those people have money and no, no one to spend it on. So exactly. it, it's real good. Oh, it's really good. We know two people who love Doctor Who and are married to each other. So <laughs> I know. Uh, two people who are now in charge of this network, actually. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was. I was uh, both simultaneously surprised and not at all shocked when I saw Dave's email that he was done. No, yeah. Uh, wow, it was. Uh... He's been so hands off for. I know it's really we're taking a quick left turn here, but he's been so hands off lately. When with he's been he's been so busy with the radio station up in Canada, eh? Yeah, well, you know, you work all day. You come home, you kill a bear, put food on the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking, st- I would love to see Dave skin a bear, <laughs> just naked, sweaty, just skinning a bear. <laughs> Gotta turn my camera yeah. off real quick and rub one out. <laughs> and then you can fill your little bear pouch. <laughs> start saving it up to fill up this Legend of Zelda dice bag. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at making uh, you not say anything. <laughs> so, Amy, Dana, where did you get the name from? So, um, back a long, long time ago, uh, I was playing in an RP- a Conan RPG that nice. my friend is that, was running. Is that, wait, is that the one with the dicks? Um, I mean, I it's a legitimate question. Conan? Because there's the Conan game. I believe it was an MMO that people like lost their mind because it had like dick physics. Oh no, not that one. This was a tabletop RPG. Okay. I did play that one though, obviously. By the way, every <laughs> MMORPG has dicks in it. Yeah, but does it have players. dick physics? <laughs> I mastered in dick physics. So um, I minored. Yeah. So they, uh, I, I got pulled into this game because I, I showed up for one game because we were all going somewhere and. I got to play as an NPC for the day, and then I wound up getting sucked into the game. So it's actually a... Uh, so I had to name this character, which is, like, a big fucking deal for me. Like, I... Like, if somebody's like, all right, we're going to play this new MMO, let's go. And, like, uh, yeah, you guys will be, like, level 10 by the time I pick a name. So go ahead and get that started, and I'll be there. <laughs> um, so it's actually an old gypsy name uh, that means born with teeth. Uh, because my original character was a, she was a Zingaran pirate. Nice. Just a good time. And then uh, when I started playing WoW, I just used the same name. And then it has been my internet persona ever since. So. First of all, let's, let's 
give it up to the the game that got Amy Frost to join up with them. Now, was that your first RPG experience? Or? It was my first RPG experience. And by the end of the campaign, you were sitting in the corner, like putting together links for your own chainmail bikini, because that's what all because, the obviously. In these campaigns were. I wound um, up. Uh, I wound up. My my greatest role playing moment in that game was uh, I'd been captured and I wound up talking uh, my best friend who was the DM. I wound up talking him into giving me a glistening female bonus to escaping manacles <laughs> because it's Conan. So obviously. And it worked. I, I do like glistening like, female bonus. Right. It's good. How yeah. how do you play an NPC? Which, if you're listening, an NPC is a non-playable character. Well, yeah. So they, they, it was an NPC in the campaign, and they said, "Well, you know, why don't you? You can take the reins on this one for a while, and you can decide what she does okay. for the day." So it was like a consolation prize. Yeah, hmm. you yeah. can play the yeah. farmer's daughter character we have and give her the opportunity to once say no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Conan, though. So right, no farms. Know. Not a lot of no. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, I finally found the uh, 1990 TGIF lineups. <laughs> In case anyone was waited on bated breath for this <laughs> bad boy. Um, Family Matters, Full House, Dinosaurs, Step by Step, Boy Meets World, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, The Hughleys towards the end of the 90s. Oh yeah. Two guys are going to a pizza place. Uh clueless TV show. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Fuck, I forgot about that show. Sister, sister. <laughs> sister, sister. Um, and Perfect Strangers. I mean, there's way more and it but you know. Those, Two guys are going to a pizza hitters. place gave us both Ryan Reynolds and Nathan Fillion. And then the chick with the sweet cans that was in Forty Year Old Virgin. Cat Denny. She nope. was in Two nope. Guys a Girl? Nope. No. She was in Two Broke Girls. <laughs> 90% same name. Right. I'm not a smart person. <laughs> she still has sweet hands. I mean, that doesn't change anything. Take old biddies. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was watching something late night cable and... Uh... Was it late enough that it had like the the one nine hundred soft core sex phone line commercials? No, those are usually on Comedy Central. This is actually on oh. probably on HBO or something. It had mm. the guy who played the cousin Cody from Step by Step. He went on to take over from uh, Jean Claude Van Damme in the Kickboxer movies. Oh my! God. And that, going back to to Amy's gaming experience, like everything in the Kickboxer movies was somebody's girlfriend slash wife gets raped and then you have to beat up the one bad guy who was the same dude in the whole series. <laughs> they basically took the concept of a Mortal Kombat tower and made it into a movie. But it's just basically, and you killed my brother, raped. raped my girlfriend, and now I defeat you in a in a cage match where yeah. I've got glass in my hands. Yeah. Over and over and over again. So this is like we've gotten to Kickboxer 4 and not only has all that stuff happened multiple times to this character... But he also got imprisoned uh, because they said he did it. I don't know. And then he's trying to get out. And so his wife is now on Rape Island with the dude who did it. <laughs> like, 
Where is Rape Island? It's a terrible vacation. <laughs> well, I assume it's by Mar a Largo, but it's still. <laughs> it, uh, the whole thing. Like, didn't that guy, the guy who played Cody, like, didn't he get in trouble for some weird shit? Like, I thought he was himself uh, not necessarily cool dude. Um, like, it's a couple. Let's see. His marriage to some, some lady named Robbins. Jewish. Okay, not Gibbons. Not Robin Gibbons. No, 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 no. Um, police were called to the home to investigate multiple reports of domestic abuse. That's all it says. Yeah. So she didn't listen and he had to lump her up. Yeah. <laughs> they had four kids together. Man, who, who wants that many children? People who run step by step who think that that's the only way that you get a sitcom again. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Oof. He hasn't really done it. He was not. He's not. Oh, that's just his TV. Doesn't have his his film credits. Let's go to his IMDb. I need to find out which kickboxer movie he's in. Did you ever see Lionheart? That's like a Jean Claude Van Damme movie. That's the same thing as kickboxer, but he fights in and Bloodsport in a pool. Bloodsport is right. a fucking great movie. Bloodsport is good. Bloodsport is the only one that's good, and then it's just the same repetitive thing over and over again. I like. No retreat, no surrender, because that was when he was a bad guy. Yeah. He, uh, the Sasha Mitchell, who played Cody, has a new movie coming out called Cyborg Nemesis The Dark Rift. I would like to see that. Wasn't Cyborg another Jean Claude Van Damme movie? Maybe. The first one. The second one had Angelina Jolie. I can't tell if you're fucking with me or not. I'm not fucking with you on this. I know it's sci-fi, so it's your favorite genre ever. But but yeah, it's Jean Claude Van Damme. He's got was in the first mullet. Cyborg, and then the second Cyborg was Angelina Jolie. Um, if I remember okay. correctly, you're not Cyborg. Pre enhancements. She had enhancements. That's what I was told. Oh, I've never seen the movie. I don't know. Uh, J C V D was in Cyborg One. I had to shorten it. You know, um, let's see, Cyborg 2. It's probably like nine Cyborg movies. Cyborg 2, Glass Shadow. Yeah, Angelina Jolie. There's a Cyborg 10. Huh. I mean, it's a pretty generic name. Probably not all in the same universe. I don't know. Or they just don't care. Now I gotta, now I gotta watch this movie, too. Shit. You really don't, man. <laughs> You don't at all. Oh, I do, Corey. This is not me giving you homework. I mean, I feel like you're challenging me. Have you seen, and no. you, you haven't, I know you haven't, uh, there was a movie called Brainstorm, which is the movie that Natalie Wood died making. No. Uh, died, meaning probably murdered by her husband and or a Christopher Walken. Uh, so... The the cinematographer, I think, from 2001 wanted to do this movie, and it was a movie about virtual reality, but he wanted to change the way that people look at films. He was very disappointed about how films were were looking and, and coming out and stuff. So he had this idea of doing this movie that took place half in virtual reality, but at a very early time when there wasn't really a lot of virtual reality stuff to draw from. So he'd film the movie in regular film stock, and then when you get to the parts with the virtual reality... You would go to a much higher film stock and a higher film speed. So it goes from 30 frames a second to, I think, 60 frames per second. But the whole movie is about 
recording people's thoughts and experiences with this huge ass machine with this cool uh, rainbow ribbon tape going through it. And then other people being able to replay those experiences and experience them like they were doing it the first time. And some guy in one of the scenes has taken like dude went and had sex wearing the machine uh, with this Bucks and Blonde. And so another dude took that tape, spliced it. So it was just continuously that one part over and over again of him uh, achieving with this woman. And he sits in his den and he just lays there for days. And and the wife calls up uh, Chris Walken's characters like, hey, uh, I think there's something wrong with Dave. Can you can you come over here? And and so Walken comes over and he plugs another headset to the thing and he puts it on. And all of a sudden he's like, oh, shit, I'm like in this confess too. And that's what I figure your week without your wife is going to be is like, we're just going to show up at your house. and going to be plugged into some machine. I was really wondering where this thing. whole thing was going. Yeah, it, it's basically like, Matt, we're worried about you. And you know you don't have a good heart. Just... Did you ever see the uh, the South Park where they don't have the internet and uh, Stan's dad doesn't get to jerk off and then he finally finds like the computer in the tent and then he just gets slathered and dewey dewey come? No, I assume that's how the Amish do it. What that is like, man. I got nothing to say to that. I respect the Amish, but that is, I feel bad for them in a way worse way now. Like, if you just know there's just this universe of free porn out there, and the only thing holding you back from it is electricity and the internet, ah, I would have some words. I would, like, I'm not raising another motherfucking barn. <laughs> yeah, but if you've never had the internet, and, oh, man. Yeah, that's, that's a tough one. There's a lot of things that I've never had that I've heard about that I want to try, like cocaine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've done cocaine. Um, You're Amish. You do cocaine off an oxen tail. Fuck yeah, man. Rumspringa. Yeah, that's a good point. Beat, uh, Beat mentioned Rumspringa. They made a fucking TV show about it. Well, that's even worse because then you know that internet porn is out there and that, you go back. That's true. That's like, hey, there's all this stuff that you're never going to get to see, but when you're 18, we'll just send you to Vegas for a week bit much maybe we should we should do the opposite if you grow up not amish you go be an Am, amish person for like a month oh yeah we do an amish exchange program <laughs> yeah to like show people how good they really have it but then you'd have amy screwing up the curve for the rest of us you go over there and it's like I can churn butter. I do this all the time. What the fuck? You know? Well, by that rationale, I could probably churn butter pretty fucking quick. No, no, because this is churning with a a mission for others, not for yourself. Yeah, but at the end of it, I get sweet, sweet butter. No one's going to trust your crock. (laughs) Is there like a a land speed record for churning butter? That's great. He turns two <laughs> turns at a time. Just like, whoa. Fucking, yeah. Stu, the two-handing, and I just got two. Just, uh. I sat in the car, and I what? told my mom about the final scene in uh, the first season of Silicon Valley where they're talking about how, many, how long it would take to, yeah, how long it would take to jerk off everybody at the convention. Yep. I do love that one. Uh, Amy, how do you feel about jerking off in the car. <laughs> I don't know. You're, just, you're pretty quiet over there. I'm trying to keep you engaged. 
That's the way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's it? No? That's it. All right. That's all, all right. I got. All right. Oh, no. Too over this shit. Uh, what? <laughs> so, Amy, I was asking about Denayora because you said that you, you have the name pretty much everywhere. I do the same thing with uh, a character that I came up with when I was in fourth or fifth grade, uh, Captain Samaritan. Mm-hmm. So every fucking new social media thing that pops out that I see, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go get Captain Rarity in case someone else takes it. Like anybody else wants to take that name. But it is kind of a a, a thing of like, if I don't get it, I'm going to feel cheated. Yeah. So like there are now other characters on World of Warcraft that do not belong to me that have that name. And I'm like, How? Because it's not just, like, a gypsy name that I took off of a naming website. Like, I also made it feminine by putting the A at the end. Like, I changed it. Like, it's not even, like, a real name. Like, how? Why? How did you get this? Well, you obviously haven't seen the Denner fan fiction webpages (laughs) that are out there. I would be pretty okay with that. It would be pretty sweet. You know, Corey's got a deep history of fan fiction, so you might make this happen. <laughs> I actually really do. I have fan fiction from before anybody called it fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Well, the old it... prodigy bulletin board days, that's that's when I was writing that shit. Huh. Nice. Well, if it wasn't called fan fiction, what was it called? Uh, we were just, we were a group that was based around the X-Men cartoon series, which had just launched at that point so that gives you an idea as to what i'm talking about and so a bunch of people were playing characters from the cartoon and then a bunch of us weren't playing characters from the cartoon or from the comics we made up our own characters but instilled them into the x-men universe uh but it was i wrote about x-men characters and my own characters and then kind of some of that stuff bled off into it being its own thing but it was yeah it was fan fiction it we it was on the paper RPGs forum, uh, which just basically was like it was free form fiction. We, you'd write a part, and someone else come some write their characters into it, and it would just go on from there. So I, I work at a game store, at a tabletop gaming store, and uh, I had a gentleman come in the other day, uh, late fifties. But if you told me that he was younger than that and it was just clean living, I'd believe that. Uh, in his like Bass Pro hat and his camo jacket. And he says that he is uh, he's on his way to go fishing uh, at the lake down the street, but he saw us and he had to stop in. And this was, uh, he's looking for some reference because he's in this group on Facebook that sounds an awful lot like that, like halfway between a role-playing group and a writing group and this whole thing. And so he's, he's looking for reference on vampires because there's vampires in his story. And so... At this point, I tune out a little uh, because that's self-preservation <laughs> when you work in a game store. Uh, because eventually, like, you got to do, I call it the D&D nod, um, because I do not necessarily care what your uh, half-elf paladin is up to these days uh, in this game that I'm not playing in. So he's going off, and uh, you see uh, he's related to the king, and he and his brother are in the king's guard. Uh, you see, and so uh, so something goes missing. I don't know. I know that we're going to go south and we're going to loop back around to the west. Uh, and so I, I do tune back in eventually when he says that this this uh, girl has joined the party 
uh, and she can control a dragon. It's not just any dragon. This is the king of the dragons. This is the most powerful dragon in existence. <laughs> All right, cool. Good storytelling, bro. Uh, but the way that you can control the dragon, and he looks at me and he says, now I don't know if you're 420 friendly, <laughs> but the only way that you can summon and control this dragon is to use the dragon's pipe and smoke the dragon's ashes. So now I am fucking into this story and I'm like, go on. <laughs> you were saying. So and he's going, <laughs> I have so many questions. And well, then, I know, for instance, that Matt is going to be spending the next six days controlling the dragon himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, that whole thing sounded like a euphemism and pretty much like you were going to get embraced by the end of it. I worry <clears throat> for you because I've I mean, worked I, yeah. comics retail. Yeah. I've worked comics retail at three different stores. I've, I've managed a store here in Michigan. I went out to California to start managing a store out there almost immediately and then was assisting managing a store uh, right before I got my last job. And oh, yeah. I am acutely aware um, of how often I am all alone. Yeah. Oh, yeah acutely aware yeah i I had uh one of my best friends working with me at the the first store in california on a saturday night i was in the back i was counting out the the drawer the register towards the end of the night and she's up front and somebody comes in and starts talking to her and i get that page Corey, can you come up here immediately please Yeah. So yeah, how do you uh, get the ashes of the dragon if it's not dead? I don't dead? know. I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. But he had to go get fishing. Uh, you know, but he was going to come back and talk to me. And I was like... So... <laughs> it's good that he left it open so that you're looking forward to him returning, though. I'm now interested. Did, I'm in. Did you help because him? Because this was not at all where I thought this conversation was. Because I'm just doing the nod. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Huh. Yep. Oh, yeah, Knowles, huh? Yeah, they are bitches. Yeah. No, I know. What does it matter if you smoke weed if in this game you have to smoke the, <laughs> the dragon's know. ashes? Like, I, just... I don't know, but this was apparently very important to this man. <laughs> and I wanted to say, sir, I manage a board game store. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck do you think? Um, Do you think this guy's ever touched a boob? Mm. <sighs> Clarification. A, a human boob. He's probably not, touched fish boobs. Female boob? While. Yeah. Oh, female Man boob, boob, I guarantee. Yeah. Uh, Sparky, come over. Give us all a thrill. Come on. Nice. Female boob that he didn't pay for. I mean, maybe once upon a time. Once upon a time, yeah. Before he got weird. Yeah, like, who knows? Yeah. That, that's kind of unfair, though, because one, I believe that everybody has the ability to find somebody who's like-minded that you know they. Oh yeah, there's a there's, there's a, a lid for every pot, man. I, yeah, I yeah. C- completely agree. And and two, it sounds like we're picking on nerds. We're all nerds. Oh, yeah, we're we're, we're nerds. types of nerds, but we are yeah. nerds here. It, we're we're people who are doing podcasts about horror movies. Uh, Amy works at a gaming shop. I worked at comic shops. I read comics. I I masturbate just, religiously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like every nerd out there, and then some. <laughs> I just call it going to church, right? Um, so it's it's not it's not to to terrorize this poor man for for being who he is. Oh, God, I appreciate no. him being who he is. God no. But I gotta tell you, he was not who I expected him to be when he rolls right. in Bass Pro Shop hat and his camo jacket, talking about how he's going fishing. And next thing I know, 
it's dragons and vampires. Yeah. And smoking the dragon's pipe. What? Uh, JF just said, you guys just literally talked for 30 minutes about 80s sitcoms like it was important. JF, last week we spent that much time talking about me getting stuff removed from my penis. Yeah, I, you I two talked for fucking ever about dumb shit last week. If I want to talk about 80s sitcoms, I'm going to talk about 80s sitcoms. That is literally what the show is. We yeah. know it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not fooling anybody. No. It, I, I've got an Arby's menu item that I've been wanting to talk about. The Arbinator? No, no. It's, it. it's, but I should I try the Arbinator? I kind of want to, but I also don't want to have diarrhea. Yeah, I want to wait until I have medical insurance again. Oh, I oh totally definitely. Got it. We, I was on yeah. my way to a Chinese buffet and saw the sign for the Arbinator and almost called an audible. I mean, that's a dice roll no matter how you exactly. shake it. So. Exactly. It was just yeah. one involved more salt than the other. Yeah. Um, and probably only marginally. Yeah. I, I don't... I got the guy from Bob's Burgers advertising for Arby's now. Yeah. Oh, H. John, H. John Benjamin. Oh, fuck. Yeah. H. John Benjamin. Um... You can get three sizes of Arbinators. The, is the no. third size colostomy? Um, is- it's too far. I got to go to the actual Arby's website here. It is Arby's sauce, cheddar cheese sauce, curly fries, horsey sauce, roast beef, and a sesame seed bun. It doesn't even sound. You just get a fucking a cheesy roast beef, Sammy, a side of curly fries, and the sauces, and you just make it yourself. Yeah, of course you can make it yourself, but that's if you're making shit yourself, you're not going to Arby's ever. Yeah, and I, I mean, you're that's not you like. Are you an Arby's professional? Have you been trained? Have you watched the videos? You don't know. Shit. <laughs> Obviously, Sorry. this is crafted by an Arby's artisan. No, oh, it's, it's crafted by some kid so who's good. getting minimum wage who doesn't give a fuck. He just wants to go smoke the dragon's pipe. <laughs> that's all that kid cares about is getting done with Let's the shit. Let's face it, that's 99% of people in Arby's. Absolutely. <laughs> God bless their Arby's loving hearts. Yeah. So you can get the classic, the double, or the half pound. Oh, God. Um, I'm, I'm worried by the amount of sauce involved in that. Is it bad that it's I see sloppy. this and I'm like, I'd probably order it without the bun. Just eat it with oh. a fork. <laughs> so like, because I'm trying to stay healthy. I don't need the carbs. Cut, yeah, cut back on all those extra bun carbs. <laughs> just focus on the curly fry carbs. <laughs> and Arby's Maybe they'll artisan. do a special for you with zucchini. There you uh, go. I just, I mean... <sighs> you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> like, there's a point where, regardless of if you're being healthy or not, sometimes you just look silly. Like, yeah. I'm going to go order $20 at McDonald's and get a Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. I like Diet Coke because it, I think it tastes better than regular Coke, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. So, again, not trying to judge other people because I know who I am, but I was behind a woman in line at the Meyer and she was buying organic this and organic that and organic that, and then a giant bag of Totino's pizza rolls. <laughs> and I'm like, lady, look, don't. Don't fucking lie to yourself. I love the Totinos. But, but you're trying to overcompensate with the organic bullshit next to it. Yeah. That ship is sailed and sunk. <laughs> Who knows? That organic stuff's probably not even that much different than the normal shit. Other no, it's just cost $3 it's more. the same lettuce except the beaver shit on it. And fuck you. <laughs> I like how everyone freaked out about romaine lettuce. I kept eating it. Right. <laughs> like fuck if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. 
Yeah, we were eating romaine lettuce, and when the the whole recall happened, we're like, oh, I don't know. I had a big ass thing of it in the fridge, and I ate it, and then I fed it to the chickens. Aaron got this. Aaron got this giant thing of Greek yogurt and started cooking all this stuff with Greek yogurt, and then we found out the other day that the Greek yogurt that we bought had been expired when we bought it from the store. You know what's really funny? Before I had my last physical, I ate so much Greek yogurt that my potassium was high, and my doctor was really concerned. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that there was that much potassium in Greek yogurt that if you eat it every morning for breakfast, that it uh, does that. So now the guy that sits next to me at work, every time he sees me eating yogurt, he just looks at me and he goes, you're going to die. <laughs> From potassium overdosed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never knew too much potassium was a bad thing, but. I mean. <laughs> it's, a, it's an ism. All isms are bad in excess. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I see. Because it ends in ism. It doesn't end in ism. I just made Potas- that shit. Oh, yeah. Potassium, <laughs> not potassium. You fell for it, you fool. <laughs> I'm just staring at this Arbinator. <laughs> like, hey, baby. Yeah, yeah, right. Want to come like, back to my place? What are you doing later? <laughs> my wife's out of town. <laughs> just, you, me, I'm going to pull out the tarp, turn the lights down. I got a fireplace. I'll turn it on for the Arbinator. So I just picture Matt laying on a, a mattress <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> Giving himself a, a spring shower, <laughs> and every once in a while he gets a little hungry and just turns his head to the right. And there's the arbiter <laughs> on its wrapper next to him on the mattress. He just takes a little nibble off and comes back. Uh, every time I look at it, could Careless Whisper play? <laughs> <laughs> I think it has to. Yes. Oh, this is so awesome. <laughs> That's like only like two steps removed from an actual Arby's commercial though <laughs> is the thing like it's just not that far off uh, I like it I'm, I'm, I'm gonna record this and send it to him and see what happens <laughs> probably just gonna cease and desist <laughs> please never contact us again yeah. that needs to be your your TikTok video upload though is just you laying on your back with an Arby <laughs> sandwich next to you and Oh, uh, no. There is 2,700 milligrams of of sodium in the half pound Arbinator. No <laughs> well, potassium won't be a problem anymore. Fuck no, I don't see any potassium in this mad boy. <laughs> Just more minerals that explode in water. Yeah, lots of cholesterol too. My wife wants to make a uh, a chicken. Uh, a McGangbang? Stuffing. No, oh. it's it, it's it's a casserole. She's going to make a casserole Ooh. for Christmas Day that we're going. And it's like chicken, and and I think she was going to do, uh, stuffing in it and something else, but I don't remember exactly what she landed on. And she's like, "Man, all these fucking recipes want to use cream of chicken soup, and that's just too high sodium. Like, is this where we're drawing our fucking line? Just drink more water. <laughs> I am a walking little Debbie snack. I don't know what you think you're going to save me from at this point." You know, there's, um, I've always wanted to do this. You take leftover stuffing and you put it in, and this actually is all going to tie really well into into the show that we watched. <laughs> so I feel like this is going in a good direction. Um, but you take stuffing and you put it in a waffle iron and then mm-hmm. you press it and you make buns out of it and then you just make like a turkey sandwich. Sandwich. Yeah. I saw I saw an entire cookbook of uh, called Will It Waffle? And it's all about like oh, cooking oh, bullshit shit. in your waffle iron. And I am like all about that life. <laughs> Like, I pretend I'm not uh, oh, because I, like, make marshmallows from scratch and shit. But also, I'm not above putting frozen tater tots in a waffle iron. Wait, 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 wait. You make marshmallows from scratch? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. How do you go about doing that? 
Uh, it's actually super cool. It's like this bizarre, like confectionery alchemy. Uh, you take gelatin and then you add hot sugar syrup and you just use a mixer for like ten minutes on you high, whip, like you would whipped cream. Yeah, <laughs> and it's amazing. I'll put you on the list. You can I, I, you can get marshmallows in the mail. Fuck yeah! Just tell yeah. yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. I want to. Why don't you sell food in your Etsy? Because that's a pain in the ass. No, like, I don't doubt it one bit. But the amount of like fucking permits and uh, nonsense. Like, no, I don't want to play that game. Fair enough. Yeah, that's gonna be a one-on-one deal. That's a that's a special item. The, yeah. the cost has got to be really high. You you got to be accepting of whatever the timeline is. I follow this uh, young lady who has been to help pay for her college. She does cheesecakes mm-hmm. up in oh. Santa Rosa, California, and. I see her stuff and I'm like, oh, this looks really good. And I repost it because I know people still in the area. She messaged me the other day. She's like, hey, it's really great that you keep sharing my things. You know, if you're interested in getting cheesecake, I'm like, I moved out of the area. She's like, well, I do mail them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you know how hard it is to mail something like that across the country? Uh, Beatmaster will attest to this. I was on uh, Dick DiBartello's show on Twit a few years ago. And I kept bringing Twit cupcakes from the local cupcakery. And I was like, oh, I want to send you cupcakes. He goes, yeah, you probably shouldn't try to make promises like that because when you <laughs> figure out how much it costs, it's going to cost more for the postage than it does for the actual cupcakes. Mm-hmm. So I go to uh, I go to a convention out in Chicago for miniature wargaming, talking about being a nerd. Um, and one of the events is a cake match, which like you legitimately like enter a cake. It's a cake competition. So I have uh, twice now packed the like a baked cake and the supplies to build and decorate it and uh in a suitcase and put together award-winning cakes in a hotel room and when when is this uh that is it the it's at the end of march this year adepticon oh that's stupid yeah i just wanted to come eat your cake but i'll be in texas at the end of march adepticon my favorite the transformers i'll be in in texas all those days dumb (laughs) And I totally know where that is. Mm-hmm. I love Schaumburg. Go to Kuma's when you're there. Kuma's? Kuma's Corner. I talk about it all the time. All right. Let me see how close it is. Right. How close is Kuma's Corner to Rape Island? Um, <laughs> it's not. Not. It's not. <laughs> we could. <laughs> Just want to make sure we weren't centered from a bad place. Uh, the, yeah, the Kumas in Schaumburg is near the Ikea, which, you being a woman... Yeah, it's fucking across the street. It Perfect. It is 1.4 miles. Done. I oh, almost yeah. died walking to the mall in Schaumburg one year. Because weather out there... I thought weather in New England was fucking weird. No. No. <laughs> it was like... It was like sunny and 50, and I'm like, cool, I'm just gonna go get... Because I blew out my phone charger. So I was like, I'll just walk down the mall. It's like... Not even a mile. I'll just walk down there and almost die in a fucking snowstorm. Yeah. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. March <laughs> around here is questionable. We got two and a half Ooh. feet of snow at the end of April last this year. Yeah. It was stupid. I mean, we've done that here, but yeah. <sighs> yeah. And then, so then I get to the mall, I buy the thing, I come outside and uh, oh, it's sunny again. 85. All right. So I'm sure this is fine. <laughs> and then almost died in the snowstorm on the way back. And I'm like, this is dumb. Why do people live here? <laughs> what is this? At least, I mean, Schaumburg's not bad. I think Chicago no. is uh, an armpit. 
Yeah. Like we're going, uh, my wife and I are going to a true crime podcast festival in July. Oh, nice. And it's in like fucking downtown Chicago. So like true crime will happen at the festival. I hope not. I don't want to have to kill anybody. (laughs) Uh, It's like a murder mystery party with 800 podcasters. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, you know, if I have to drive... Marcus Park. Marcus Parks is the one that killed everyone. Just, I'm just going to call it now. <laughs> oh, all right. If uh, if I have to drive to downtown Chicago, I might kill someone. Like, so, no. Like, yeah. don't. I really don't want to. Nope. Well, and then, dude, yeah, that's... I don't want to don't want to complain too much about it, but it's going to happen. Um, I figure it's going to be like $75 a day to valet a car. Uh-huh. So I might as well just fucking fly there. So nope. not much as bullshit in San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so That's glad we moved out of there. I am too. That conference that I went went uh, was at the year that I saw you is now in Austin. They were smart. Have you ever been to Austin? It's it's like San Francisco, but in Texas. In Texas, yeah. <laughs> and less homeless but it, people. But is it like 90 degree hills? Is it? No, no, it's just hips. Hips. I call hipsters hips now. Just hips. <laughs> yeah, it's just them's hips. It just That sounds like something you catch from hipsters. Ah, I got, I got a serious hips. case of the hips. I got the hips, and now I can only drink craft beer. God damn it. Hey. Although I do love a good Coors Light. Yeah. My breath tastes better, but my wallet is always empty. <laughs> Living my best life. Yeah, I was talking to, uh, I got a couple tattoos the other day, and I was talking to my tattoo artist, and he was like, oh, I bought this, like, it's a one-finger brass knuckle that, like, this family makes, and he goes, it's attached to your keys, he goes, so if I ever need it, mm-hmm. it was like a hundred bucks, I feel really bad, I'm like, I spent like a hundred and fifty on three bottles of beer. Yeah. And he just kind of was like, yeah, I guess. I'm like, yeah, come on, man. <laughs> I'm like, at least you could beat someone up with yours, I'll just get drunk and try to beat someone up with mine. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What does a one finger brass knuckle do? JF's got it. It's a ring. Basically, yeah, yeah, I guess. And that's I was like reading that. I'm like, yeah, no, it is a ring, but it's They gave me a one finger brass knuckle when I graduated from high school. <laughs> right? From Jostens. I never bought a class ring. I do still have a letter jacket though, somewhere around mm-hmm. here. That's hot. Um I got all my bowling medals on it. Whew. So uh Sorry, Amy, I, have, I uh, need you to keep I your pants my- on. This is a I have family my show. chorus varsity letter on my letter jacket. I got a Thank letter from playing in band and soccer, and then the medals I got were bowling. Nice. So I got invited not to reapply to graduate from my high school. So <laughs> there's that. What? <laughs> a little backstory here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to high school, and I went back for my last year, and they suggested that I not return. Wow. That sounds really sad. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. That I said I was too old. I I turned 18 21. that October. I was turning 18 that October. Uh, there were there was a lot of reasons behind it, I'm sure. I'm not a cool dude. Hmm. Mm. That's fine. I had my backpack confiscated because I had a Metallica patch on it. Well, I mean, that's shady. I also went to a private high school. Mm-hmm. Got to remember when I was in high school, I had a jean jacket that was covered in striper patches. So I, I don't know. Obviously. I don't know how you didn't just swim in pussy. <laughs> it was a striper jacket. 
I mean, I could swim in it, but then I would have to try to convert it to Jesus. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought of something really terrible, and I feel like I shouldn't say it, but I've been like totally just saying it now. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think Jesus would bless all that vaginal water? He would walk on it, make holy pussy water. <laughs> He would, then he would he just he'd moonwalk across pussy. <laughs> he'd turn it into wine, but only for a couple of days each month. <laughs> Did we just discover the origins of the menstrual cycle? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And now I'm just picturing a big orgy ajouing itself. That's oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. I'm going to hell. Mm. Well, I'll see you there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll save you all seat. We can, we can like chill. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I got nothing. I guess that explains a hole in my penis. It's a stigmata. Oh, it's a dickmata. You want to talk about the show now? I feel like we should really <laughs> just take a 180. <laughs> I'm sure this could be another thing where we get pulled down from YouTube because the people who make a show will be like, we don't want that show reviewing ours. Yeah, no. No. Beatmaster called it a stick mata. Mm-hmm. Um, the Curious Creations of Christine McConnell, which was yeah. pleasantly a lot more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a little out there. It was not at all what I... I didn't... I watched the first episode because literally everyone I know sent me links to articles about it. Yep. Uh, because it is my jam. So uh, last week when JF was on and we, I said the the name of the show and I'm like, hey, can you guess who our guest is? And he's like, it's basically Amy Frost if she had a TV show. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, and it's a lot of those because I, I get a lot of shit because I love Halloween, but like I, I hate scary shit. And so I, I get a lot of shit uh, because I'm a cosplayer. So like I can dress up anytime. I do not have to wait until Halloween. Uh, but this show pretty much encompasses everything that I love about Halloween uh, pretty perfectly. Um, and so like I watched the first episode because I, I I was I was hesitant because everybody wanted me to watch it because I'm oh, a yeah. stubborn that way. Uh, and because it's it does sort of it's like, wow, that's that's definitely my gig mostly. Uh, and so I, I finally watched it and I watched the first episode and I was like, huh, I don't I don't quite know what this is trying to be. Um, it's Henson Alternative, which is a good time because that's shit that the Henson Company does not really want to put their name on. So I'm down with that. And I'm like, all right, puppets. And it's a little creepy. And that's cool. And then the second episode showed up and it's got like talk about like sweet, sweet nipples and ball gags. And I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> yeah. All right. I I get it now. And I'm in. And this is all fine now. I understand. Yeah, I think one of my favorite parts is every time she'd start like a cooking segment. Yep. And all the puppets are like, "Who is she talking to?" Yeah. Like, I just, yeah, it was so funny. And then on? by the end of it, like, I just wanted I wanted Rose for my own. Oh, everyone, yeah. Rose is she's everyone's spirit animal. I think. Um, I I'm I'm not big on New Year's resolutions 
but I am adopting a motto for 2019, and it is, if they can't take me at my worst, then I'm going to burn down this goddamn house. <laughs> so like uh, I'm going to live by that for a while and see how that turns out. <laughs> It'll be fine, I'm sure. Just um, don't burn any houses down. And um, I mean, I just won't leave any fingerprints because that's, that's the first rule of our That was my favorite part. Like, you're burning down the house. What I tell you? No fingerprints. <sighs> yeah. Don't leave any evidence. And your fingerprints are all over that gas can. So good. Yeah. I'm kind of so surprised good. they haven't already announced a second season, although I know that they're talking about it. Yeah. I mean, they pretty much said from the very beginning that if it does well, they'll do it. Um, I'm mostly disappointed that we didn't get a Christmas special, right? Like Rose in a little Christmas dress, because that that would have been absolutely incredible. That's something um, to look forward to for next year. Yeah, and I mean, because one of the things is that Christine did most of the post production work all by herself. Like she did the editing and all of that. Hmm. So like she's very hands on. She's not just like, you know the star or whatever like she did most of the work on the show um and like so that that blows my mind uh my my one complaint about the show is as a how-to show it is not so much it's very much there's a meme that goes around the art community every few weeks um and it's how to draw an owl and it's like, all right, so you draw it two circles, and then you kind of connect the circles with like a curvy line, and then you draw the rest of the owl. And it goes from like two circles to like fully rendered owl. It's a very draw the rest of the owl show. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, and, and at first, like when she started making uh, the bones in episode one, I was yep. like, oh, okay. this could be kind of cool. And then all of a sudden, she's like, yeah, just take out modeling tools. And I'm like, yeah. it went from a fucking pretzel stick to like a big bone. And I'm like, yeah. No. No, no. Well, so someone compared it to like if. If uh, Morticia Adams, though I think it's a little more Marilyn Munster, um, and Martha Stewart were combined. And it's like old school Martha Stewart, like in the beginning, when it's like bullshit that no one would ever do. Right. Which is what Martha Stewart used to be. And now it's all like, no, you can definitely do this. And you can. But it was way better when it was like, no one fucking does this. Because I well, did this. Matt and I have a friend, uh, Casey Hansen, who uh, old-time listeners will remember. She was on an episode we did about Slumber Party Massacre 2. Casey has uh, her site, The Homicidal Homemaker. And she does recipes, and she's actually showing you how to prepare the stuff. But she also keeps it very simple because she knows that for a general audience, that's the level where they are for making stuff like that. And I would like to see her get to advance her show to, like, I watch Good Eats. And Good Eats gets into intense recipes, but it does it in such an interesting way right. that you're you're learning, but you don't feel like you're learning. You're having fun. You're getting the skits. You're getting Alton's characters and stuff that are around. Yep. Uh, a lot of puppets. I like puppets. And so this show is kind of the opposite end of where Casey's show is. And that, that what, as soon as we started watching it, my wife's like, oh, this is like Homicidal Homemaker. Except yep. it's not that. It's the other part of it, which is take the recipe that already happened that you don't see her make the cakes, you don't see her make these things, and, and then it's just turn it into art. And even right. that is kind of, you're going to spend nine hours doing this, and she tells you, you're going to do is, this, and it's not going to look good yeah, until you get like, better at it. This is going to take forever, mm-hmm. and right. it's boring. <laughs> but, which it, is it, like my like this hand, old like, house. 
I am right. I I am the target audience of this damn show. Um, like, oh, it's arduous, and uh, I could definitely. My favorite part is when uh she's making the gift basket for the neighbors, and Rose is like, well, you know, you could just buy all this, right? And like the death stare that Christine gives her is so perfect. I'm like, them's the feels right there. I got that. That is absolutely my life. Like, and that's. I mean, that's what I love about it. It is because it is like what I look at you. I look at JF. I look at uh, one of my best friends, Chris, who bought a 3d printer to start making stuff for his kids, but has always been the guy who will sit there and spend hours and hours painting a figure, making it perfect for a game and then have assholes like us play the game and just completely dick over how much hard work he put in the whole project. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like I'm sure Matt felt originally when he had me show up on his podcast and was like, what the fuck are we talking about? I thought this was a movie thing. (laughs) It, It really, it doesn't sugarcoat, so to speak, the fact that art takes patience and time Mm -hmm. and effort and a level of talent that it, you can't skimp on. Right. The only time that pisses me off, though, the only time she does sort of skimp on it and make it seem infinitely easier than it is, is the episode where she where she sews the dress. Right. And as a seamstress, I'm like, bitch, no, like, don't know. Don't (laughs) pretend that don't pretend that that dress came from your ratty old dress, which is neither ratty nor old. Uh, you can just copy a pattern off an existing dress, which you can do. But that was not that dress even remotely. Yeah. But do you yeah. believe that she made it? Yes, she does. Yeah. Like I yeah. absolutely do. She has made she um she just put out an entire series of photos of like her previous Christmas dresses because she makes herself a new dress for every uh for Christmas every year. And um yeah, and she has like cool editing where she's basically um working on the dress on herself. Like it's super cool. Like I adore her. So, <laughs> uh, I'm sure Matt does for different reasons, but yeah, so you've, watched the same her, reasons. you've watched her stuff ugh, right on. You've watched her stuff, not in this show. You watched where she came from before she did this program. Yeah. So I was, I was vaguely aware of her before because like basically every Halloween, her stuff shows up. Um, she did a lot of stuff for aliens, um, like over the years she's done, um, she did an incredible Freddie Mercury cake. back in the day like so her stuff has turned up every now and then um there's like there's pictures of her with like um a face hugger that i know have made the rounds on the internet well before this show so like while while we may not have known her name a lot of us denizens of the internet have seen her work before um so basically once the show came out i started digging i was like oh yeah no i recognize that i've seen this like yep um, so she's been around for a while. She was basically like an Instagram artist. Yeah. Um, and that's how she got this show, um, which is just super cool. But she's just right. like, yep, I'm going to do the stuff I like. Um, she never even baked a cake from scratch until she was 30. So like she got to start late. Our birthdays are 15 days apart. <laughs> you know. Weird. I but but that's that's part of it too. You, you take somebody who is an Instagram artist, and and believe me, we're not trying to undersell what that actually means. My wife is an Instagram artist. Uh, there are a lot of people who are incredibly talented that, unfortunately, 
the way that art is done, it's very difficult to just get that out there for people to see. Instagram yep. has made that much more possible, much more profitable for some people. Uh, exactly. But it's still underappreciated how much work goes into the artistry. But she she's doing this stuff, and a bunch of people approached her and said, oh, you know, we, we can put you on air. We can make a show for you and everything. It took this show to win her over, and... I love the idea, the concept of we're going to take what you do, but we're going to set it in the midst of puppets in a giant dark mansion. And we're going to do something that is about all these weird characters around you and highlight your art in the midst of it. But it's also this storytelling stuff, which I think is very compelling. And for me, it's it's one thing to stumble upon a video of someone who's making a, a enamored cake mm -hmm. but it's something else to then like fall in love with characters from that right i think that's the i mean because there's there's a lot of that kind of stuff there's a ton of how to like the number of bakers that i follow on social media that post videos of how they make stuff like it's it's a ton like there's a lot of saturation so for her to be able to find this this niche for herself that separates her from everybody else is great um and I mean, this was like a thing that she wanted, like she um, like they talked about doing like live stuff and things like that. But she wanted it to be really whimsical because that's a big part of everything she does. Like it's super creepy and like there's a lot of horror elements to it, but it's also super whimsical. Um, yeah. I love the like hidden backstory that we don't have yet where. Like there's um in the second episode when they've got the neighbor tied up in the basement and they're going to kill him. And she's like, well, we can't do that. And uh, Rankle the cat says, you're not the Christine I once knew. And she's like, well, maybe not, but or maybe not entirely. So like there's this whole other thing going on there that we know nothing about. And like I'm into it. Like I'm I'm there. Aside from homicidal boyfriend Norman. I just... And even homicidal boyfriend Norman is kind of okay. Oh, he's great. You know, I, great. I love the back and forth of him and Rose. I love how <sighs> he's the one person that Rose actually likes and constantly flirts with. Yep. And he he doesn't back away from it in the least. Right. Right. That's not you know the neighborhood dogs or the neighbor's garden gnome because right. she loves small. <laughs> just... Oh my God! What did she say? They used to love our our tickle romps our, or something. Our our uh oh shoot, our something tickle parties, our dirty tickle dirty parties. Dirty tickle parties, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm just not the beauty I once was. <laughs> God damn it, Rose! Your hand is a fork. Yep. Why are you perfect? I love Rose. Rose is a perfect uh sort of spirit animal mascot for everyone because she is just broken like she is broken but she still just wants to find joy and happiness like she's broken but she's cool with it for the most part yeah uh and she has her bad days like the rest of us and we all get those feels we all want to burn down this goddamn house and i like rankle i think rankle is great too because he's got that that arrogance of a cat it, it just it's so perfectly suited towards what that character is supposed to be. And then you add in that they used to worship me as a god. Yeah. I, every time he does that, I'm like, yeah, they probably still do. <laughs> that doesn't rhyme. Well, it did in the ancient Egyptian. Right. <laughs> so one of the interesting things is uh, so there's the character Viv that lives in the mirror 
Um, and Dita Von Tees. So Dita Von Tees has a cat named Alistair, who is a hairless Sphinx cat. And so part of and and Dita and Christine have been friends for a long time. That's kind of what helped propel Christine forward and like make some connections. And so part of me wonders if Rankle isn't based at least a little bit on Alistair Von Tees, who is a wonderful, terrible cat. <laughs> so spoiled. Ugh. But yeah, Rankle is great because Rankle's that snarky friend we all have. And then that that scene with Dita's character who when she comes down the stairs, she gets to go out for one night on for Halloween, Halloween and you see yeah. the the stab wounds in her back. I just, that's so good. It's so good. So good. It, it doesn't take anything to build a story that you're just in your mind, you're already exploring all these things like, oh, where'd that come from? How'd that happen? Who who would she and everything? And it just one small thing to set you off in a direction of like, wow. You know, yeah, she's like so much there's more a lot. There's a lot built into this world that like it's just all underneath this like how to show. Yeah. That uses dremels on cookies. What? I'm gonna dremel <laughs> cookies. I'm gonna do it. This is the best thing I've learned since I learned the phrase construction grade gingerbread. <laughs> is that you can dremel cookies. What constitutes construction grade gingerbread? Um, it's not real tasty, and it oh. has no leavening agent, no so that it doesn't get puffed up. Um, so it's stronger for like. Let me tell you, you want to see some crazy ass people? It's uh, look into like gingerbread house competitions. These fuckers are insane. Like yeah. it makes it makes the house that Christine built look like nothing. You're like, oh yeah, no, that's cute. It makes gingerbread more like a graham cracker. Yeah, mm. yeah. It is not edible. I mean, technically it is, <laughs> but only technically. Yeah, it just doesn't taste very good. No, but that's your, your average Chef Boyer D. It's technically it's edible. Yeah, I love okay. spaghettios to this day. There you go. Just throwing that out there. That's fine. That's fine. We just talked about Arby's forever. Oh, yeah, it has to have meatballs. It's otherwise it's bullshit. <laughs> it's just it's it's cream of spaghetti at that point. Yeah, I mean, it's just noodles and ketchup at that point. <laughs> yeah, you're not. You're not Anyone yeah. Else just get hungry. No. Just me. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so this is from Brian Henson's production company. So it's yes. not technically Muppets. You were saying you alluded to that. Yeah. So it is. Um. It's Although, a branch. It's a branch of the Henson Company. Um, right. A, a lot of people Henson would say that today's Muppets aren't technically Muppets, Muppets either. either. They're owned by Disney and right. Da 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 da. Um, yeah, so this is, this is Henson Alternative, which it's, this is their first foray into, um, into Netflix. Um, It's kind of like Marvel's Max line where they have, you have Deadpool in the regular Marvel universe, but then you have a Deadpool Max, which is more adult stories. You get swear words, you get a little hyper-violent, maybe some nudity here and there. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I don't. Yeah, see so gonna, they did. We're not going to get Kermit the Frog in this. No, 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 no. Um, but Henson Alternative did the Happy Time Murders movie. Um, that just came out. That was a piece of shit. Yeah, but still, like, they're doing. They tried. A yep. for effort. Yep. Um. Yeah. So it's definitely awesome. Um. 
like even even Christine talks about how much she loves Rose. How like she doesn't have any kids, but if she did, she'd want them to be like Rose. Just like broken but wonderful. And they remind her of because Christine uh feeds the raccoons on her back porch. You know, like you do. Ah, <laughs> uh, she's the best. Yeah, we had a dead raccoon underneath my house for about a year and a half and didn't know it. And then when we were trying to sell our house, it's like, you're going to get this dead thing out from under there. I was like, oh, crap. Oh, yeah. Meantime, we had mice here in the new house. Yeah. Uh, and and I just discovered it. And it's like, oh, where's, where'd all the powdered sugar go? Oh. And what are all these little nibbly things? And so uh, I have a I have a lot of issues with... Uh, with with many things, so I ordered some humane live catching mouse traps mm-hmm. from Amazon. Yep, and they're they're cheap green plastic. They showed up. One of them was even kind of broken, but I I managed to piece it back together. But night before last, I was sitting there and set them up. Within four hours, I caught three mice, one wow. at a time. Yep. So I, I catch a mouse. I, I go over them like, oh look, there's oh there's a mouse. And so I take the mouse in the trap, put it into a box, drive it across town, and I talk soothingly to it in my car mm-hmm. for the entire trip. Like, I'm really sorry, I'm sorry that you can't be you in can't, my house. I have to take and release you into the cold yep. night. I'm going to try to set you someplace safe. And and, and like 1230 at night, I, I find the third mouse and I'm like, God damn it. And I've already set this precedent. So here I am talking to this mouse and it's kind of, I'm going through the rigmarole now at this point. I'm <laughs> yeah, it's like, not really you, sorry, it's me. Man. I know. Yeah, um, like, we all have our problems, yeah. but I, and I, I'm going to take you to where your friend is and hopefully you are all okay and don't get picked up by a bird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love animals. Yeah. And I, I see roadkill Rose and I'm just like, I love She's so good. Thing. She's so perfect. Because she's just like, because you do just think like, ah, oh, she's a raccoon. And then you realize like, wait, no, she's got a skunk tail. Like, oh, wait, her hand she's, is a fork. She's a patchwork. She she's so great. She's, she's perfect. So she really and then is. Christine's birthday cake for her with like <laughs> the yeah. heart right in the middle of her open chest. And it's so good. I could never eat it. I could never. Couldn't it's too cute. It's no, I couldn't perfect. eat it because I can't look at that and be like, oh, I'm going to consume oh, this open delicious. wound. <laughs> if you were handed a slice, you'd eat it. <laughs> I don't know that I could. I remember the, remember the armadillo cake? Yes. Yeah, the, the roadkill yeah. armadillo, and you cut into it, and it's deep, deep red inside. And yeah, it's all like, bit, yeah. oh, I, I, I don't think I could do it. I have too many fucking issues. My mom made a... Offhand a joke after we saw Rocky Horror, we were eating meatloaf, and then she made a joke about the Rocky Horror Show where they really ate meatloaf. meatloaf. And I'm like, well, fuck, I can't <laughs> eat meatloaf for a year and a half. But it, it affected me. I was eating cream corn, and my mom said, you know, in some places people eat dolphins. Fuck, I can't eat cream corn now. There's no dolphin <laughs> in this, but I don't know. You can't but you can't prove. Yeah, I, I believe it in my in my head. And so now I'm I'm stuck. I'm I'm more okay with I'm more okay with that being your reason um, than some people will like look at stuff and they'll be like oh that's just too pretty to eat like no I didn't slave over this for like three days for you to be like oh it's just too pretty no shut up and eat it well we just <laughs> destroy my work we've been watching the Great British uh, mm-hmm. Christmas mm-hmm. Challenge thing on ABC yep. 
And so you're seeing these bakers that are doing these really intricate things, and then immediately the judges go and cut into them. And I, I'm like, damn, that is hardcore. But yeah. yeah, if you make something with the idea that that's what it's supposed to be, it's not destroying the art or the artistry of it to have someone enjoy it. But right. I do feel a little bit bad of like, well, but fuck, this is for two people to sit there and pass judgment on you. <laughs> like you might as well have sheep's blood up around your door because you're going to get sent to hell after this or home. <laughs> I like well, fuck, but at least they also are getting their things shown on TV. You know, right. that's a big brag. Yeah, yeah. No, I um, I do a lot of fancy cakes, so I'm kind of used to that. The like, all right, well, I've been working on this for three days, so let's just uh, slice into it. Why not? I'm in a household where we we microwave nachos sometimes, and and so I don't think I quite understand. The, the level of someone who's like, I want to make the most beautiful thing in the world just because I love the people that I'm making it for. Mm-hmm. And then I know they're just going to tear into it and eat it like pigs. But yep. it, that doesn't bother me because they get to admire the beauty and know how much that I care about them and and enjoy this thing that I made. Yeah. And, and I'm like, babe, you want me to nuke you some pizza rolls? <laughs> You just put the Totinos right in the ice dispenser in the freezer, and then you just put the plate on there, and you're good to go. No problem. So can you can you use Totinos as ice cubes and Mountain Dew? I mean, oh, is that how you reach like full? And just crumble Funyuns on top. Uh, There you go. (laughs) We had a potluck at work, and I crushed Funyuns and put them on top of mashed potatoes, and everyone stared at me. I'm like, fuck you, it's great. <laughs> Tastes delicious. <laughs> uh, when I was a teenager, I went over to my friend Corky's house and his family, they made uh, homemade potato soup. They're like, do you want some potato soup? I said, do you have any fucking Cheetos? <laughs> and they're like, what are you talking about? And I'd never had potato soup with Cheetos. It just sparked in my brain of, I'm putting Cheetos in this potato soup. Which is great, but you got to be careful because the hot Cheetos will fuck up your soup. One, it'll turn red as chronic diarrhea everything oh yeah it's it's bad there's no bringing it back from that no 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 so matt you were not you didn't know what to expect going into this Uh, jf painted you a a prettier picture of it but this was it it was six episodes and about a half hour each yeah you were not what i would say is the target audience for this show so how did you like it what males in the 30s with a fat cock <laughs> yes that's exactly right it's sorry good <laughs> i can add to um i really like cooking shows though like i watched i like nailed it mm-hmm. mostly for the comedic value um yep. we do like i watched chopped and Hell's Kitchen. None of these are actually. Well, I guess Chopped is like a real cooking show, but yeah, most of them aren't really cooking shows. They're not showing you how to make stuff. The Chopped at most, no. they're telling you but how I, to be I inventive like, with ingredients. But I like cooking shows because I like cooking. So I like seeing recipes and things, and then finding ways to make it a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. So I can actually achieve that. Um, so that aspect of it, I thought was really good. <clears throat> and then I was just pleasantly surprised at how funny like the puppets were. It was yeah. just like an added bonus. It was like putting Funyuns on your mashed potatoes. There you go. Yeah. Didn't know how great it was going to be. It turned out to be really good. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, right? Is that the answer you wanted, Corey? 
no, that's but that's fair. I, I mean, I don't consider this a cooking show. And and it's a weird pitch to try to make to somebody because if it's a cooking show, it's a cooking show where you don't see anything get cooked. Yep. Except maybe a neighbor. Yeah. It, 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 and her asbestos fingers when she takes like melted fucking candy canes and she's just like, yeah, let me just let me just twist this up. And you're like, no. Yeah, right. No, I won't. Exactly. I mean, I have tough fingers. Like I sew, I burn them with an iron. Like I have really tough fingers. And I'm looking at that and I'm going, fuck, no way, lady. You are wrong. Yeah, melted sugar is just napalm. Napalm. It's just napalm that tastes really good. So you'll yeah. you'll eat Sergeant Bilko uh, afterwards. <laughs> but yeah, I I picked up a lot of like I, I certainly wouldn't say that you like learn how to make too much on this show. Like the candles was pretty good. Like that was pretty comprehensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did pick up a couple of techniques watching this show. Which was kind of cool, like the whole thing where she makes the candy glass and then she uses the brulee torch to make it clear on the back. And I was like, okay, all right, let me file that away for someday when it will be useful to me because I live that life. Yeah, but how many people have brulee torches? I mean, more than you think. Yeah, probably a lot more because of the the Food Network and yeah. the cooking channel. Corey, do yeah. you have one? No, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I am extremely flammable. <laughs> you can probably get some fucking sweet nachos with it. That's yes. true. Get that. No, we're talking about getting one because crust. Aaron had a creme brulee at uh, an eggnog creme brulee at the Ooh. fancy sushi place we went to in Kalamazoo a few weeks ago by accident, and she really liked it. And and certainly, I thought about having it because there are times when Alton Brown has used one. I'm like, yeah, I could, I could really enjoy having that. Mm-hmm. But I've got to get my kitchen up to snuff. I need a fucking dishwasher. And yeah. uh, I need to not have mice in my house. And then I can go on from there. I Baby still haven't steps, made cookies man. in this place. Yeah, I, I haven't made cookies here yet. And we just picked up hamburgers. So I'm finally going to make Aaron burgers because I haven't made that in the new house. And that is something that I used to make all the time at the old place. So I'm I'm not quite embracing my environment yet. But I would love to, in the long run, have a super high-end kitchen where I can have all those things. And I would absolutely have a little brulee torch. Yeah, they're great. Use them for all kinds of stuff. It's like, it's like how I, I mean, I've, I've made ghetto s'mores like over like a Yankee candle and this I can do. And then I feel fancy. Cause I'm like, Oh, let me just brulee this shit and not just like burn. Why does the s'mores taste like summer's Eve? Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. All right. It's fine. No, you do it over like the like cabin campfire and then you're good. And you're like, Ooh, tastes like camping. Exactly. I wouldn't know. I do not camp. 90% pine. Yeah, it's fine. No problem. That's weird. <laughs> JF does point out that a brulee torch is a good start to burning this goddamn house down. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, that's going to be my go-to that's when the time have. comes. How it's long would you down. have to use a brulee torch to start a house on fire? You just I mean, start, not you long. find the best spot. Yeah. I'm looking on Amazon for brulee torch. I don't really know what we're working with here. Oh, it's cheap. It's a little looking on Craigslist for arsonists. Yeah. I don't know what we're <laughs> gonna find here. I don't, I don't know. Oh, it's one go. of those things. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's like the big long lighters, but better. But yeah, and in the wintertime you can use it to defrost your luck on your car. Yep. Sure. I'm sure it's fine. No problem. Yeah, I'm sure it won't do anything bad to your lock. Ooh, you could sear meats with it. You can Charred do vegetables. like all kinds of stuff. 
Do you not know how heat works, Matt? <laughs> so I just, fire. I just, I just right? like how the Amazon right. ad has like this big list of things that you can use it for. It's got a yeah. comfort finger guard for safety. Mm-hmm. What else could you ask for? You can get information out of Mr. Blonde. You can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's also a picture you can use it to uh, sweat some copper. Solder copper. If you're not yeah. familiar with sweating copper. I don't know, Corey. I listened to you try to explain the plumbing of a, a shower. So I, I wasn't entirely sure you understood what sweating was. Uh, copper. copper I, I think sweating copper is the new A&E show that's a spinoff of Better Call Saul. That it's about a an, a, an old cop who <laughs> decides that to take care of his family, he's going to become a prize fighter. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. <laughs> Annie needs to call me is what just happened. <laughs> you got to trademark it, though. Well, it, it doesn't matter. I just need to get Chris Hardwick to say he's willing to talk about it for an hour afterwards, and then it, it sells itself. Talking mm-hmm. copper? Yeah, talking copper. <laughs> uh, you're going to be so rich. Oh. You're going to be so rich, you're just going to be able to pay the mice to leave your house. <laughs> I'm still gonna have to give him pep talks on the way out the door. That's just who I am. Yeah, it's it's not me. It's you. I just don't want you here. Here's twenty bucks. Say hi to your mom you have, for me. You have beautifully large eyes, though. You're so cute. You're gonna find somebody. You're gonna find somebody who wants you. It's probably gonna be some sort of it, bird of prey, but it's still they're gonna love you so much until they cough up your bones and one big skeleton. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Requires no chewing. No. Wow. Um, <laughs> the beer's kicking in. I, I, do you, does, is there anything else to talk? I mean, there's, we could probably talk about the show all night, but. Amy, what would your craft show be? Mm, good point. So, I think my craft show would be a little less creepy, largely because that's already been known, um, and a little more nerdy. Mm-hmm. It's a little more like, Hey, we're gonna make a gingerbread dungeon for your D and D game, and you're gonna like play on it, and then we're gonna eat it after. Like, here's how to put your one inch grid on your gingerbread, and we're gonna do this up. Um, you could use a Dremel. Yeah, I mean, like absolutely. Bread. I'm yeah. gonna Dremel on a cookie first chance I get. I'm doing the like, what bit is that? I can't. I can't <laughs> quite. Think. Now, do you get a separate Dremel for foodstuffs, or just? I mean, certainly bits? separate bits. It's like my airbrush. Like I have an airbrush. I airbrush miniatures and I'm like, I need to get another airbrush so that I can do food. Right. Because uh, I mean, I have the compressor. That's the expensive part. And I the third need... one is for makeup, according to Cindy Crawford. Yeah, no, I don't mind using the miniature one on skincare products. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I've used uh, I've used Citadel miniature brushes to put on eyeliner because being a nerd girl is a rough time. But here we are. Uh, yeah, so I think I think that that is the direction that my uh, my show would go. Significantly nerdier type stuff. Um, a lot of cosplay stuff, absolutely. Um, I'm working on a new line for my store of uh, custom Kigurumis, which are you know the animal onesies. Yeah, um, what? I didn't understand that life until I made one. And I put it on and I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, 
this is like jammies but better and also uh, i'm a fox i lean fruit bat so let's just establish that now there we go uh, all right wait 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 mm-hmm. what all right so uh it it's it's a onesie that looks like an animal yeah it's it, usually made out of like fleece or something so is it made for an adult it's yeah, okay. oh okay 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 yeah I mean, it's for, it's for starter furries it's 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 like I'm not willing Does, to commit not, to the eight thousand yeah. dollars that it costs to get a good fox fox costume, okay. but I will get a onesie first and uh-huh. fulfill some of your weird fantasies. Is not there weird. is there a poop flap? Um, I mean, like you could put one in. Okay, like that can be a custom item that can be added. Like that's can fine. Or you can I just put a tail that you can fill up. Yeah, no feet. I have um, mine. I I have soft like knit cuffs, and I have the the cuffs with the thumb hole. On okay. my hands, nice and cozy. Hmm. Uh, nice hood. Hmm. Here, on mine. Is it it's a really pointy gay. white hood? Uh, no. Okay, good. No, it is not. I just had to ask. Had to ask. No, no, no. Huh. The fucking, it's a world place out there right now. It's a, oh it's yeah, wor- it's weird. Which is why, like, I'm all about like, all right, well, I'm fuck it, I'm gonna just be comfy. Like I don't care anymore. It's fine. Oh, God, I saw somebody, yeah. I'm I'm I follow somebody on Facebook. Uh she organizes uh Doctor Who thons and stuff. So Matt's obviously a big fan. And uh she has been taking pole dancing lessons and was showing a video the other day of her doing a pole dance, I think as a flying squirrel or something. Oh nice. In in one of those types of onesies. And, I uh and, yeah. I decided that um because my 40th birthday is not too far in the future. Um, so I decided that for my 40th, I'm going to have uh, me and all my peeps. We're all going to go to Dragon Con and I'm going to perform in the burlesque down there. That's my that's my 40th birthday goal. We'll that's see awesome. how that goes. Huh. Yeah. I would at some point like to do a drag performance. I've already picked up my drag name. Ooh. Uh, I know what song I want to do. Nice. Uh, it's just getting out of my shell because I won't even perform karaoke in a bar. But well, but see, the thing is, like, and I'm, I'm, so I, it's hard to believe for a lot of people that know me that, like, I'm actually super shy. Like, I'm unbelievably shy. Um, but if I'm in a situation where I can be a character, even if that character is just some aspect of myself, but it's still, you know, it's someone else, then it makes it so much easier. So I feel like, I feel like doing a drag performance would be like, you could disassociate from it so hard that I think you could probably do it. I already play a character on things like this show and in other places. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been playing a character since I was 16 and started going by Corey, mm-hmm. but I, I, I absolutely feel that. And, and it is the idea of losing myself into a performance would be cool. But since I've never really done much in the way of like traditional acting or anything. It's a, it's a back and forth, but I just like, for some reason, I think it would be fun to do and it would be nice to try to, to break out of being me just a little bit. Right. Just at least one like time. a little vacation. Just like, yeah. Take a break. And because I admire people who do that sort of thing, not, not just necessarily drag queens, but people who get to go and explore having other personas and, and, kind of be free with that and yeah. it, it would almost be a like solidarity with them as much as it is trying to 
find out if it's something that I would enjoy for myself or not. I probably wouldn't because I am really happy to hide in a fucking hole for nine years. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Matt, what would your drag name be? None. <laughs> You're a nun? You'd be a Hot. good nun. No, I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Absolutely yeah. would. I had I used to hang out with a guy who did drag. <clears throat> Turns out he was a fucking compulsive liar. But he did go in great detail telling me about how when he was in the shower he would push his balls back up inside and tape everything down. <laughs> so I'm out. <laughs> Do you have to push them back in? Sometimes they just disappear on their own. I never had that problem. Well, no. You know, one of yours is just like it doesn't it's have any light. There, it's just like, yeah. Just like the kid down the street, no one wants to talk to. He's there. He's always going to be there. He doesn't really <laughs> do anything. <sighs> I just compared little Joey to my left nut. <laughs> it is what it is. I can't all the uh, letters. No, it's okay. Um, Stacy Hennessy. I like it. You know what? That's actually the name of a realtor here, and I fucking hate her. <laughs> And I just think she has a dirty whore name, so that's <laughs> going to be my drag queen name. <laughs> Plus, Hennessy is a drink, right? Yes. Yes. Cavassier. That's perfect. I drank, that's I drank Hennessy for the first time last year. A buddy of mine bought um, two uh, Y2K Hennessy and nice. saved it, and we drank it at his wedding. So good. Um, We can agree to disagree. I thought it tastes kind of like like butt, but you know. But it doesn't stop you from drinking it. I have not drank it since. Well, yeah. <laughs> I um, <laughs> I'll stick to my gingerbread beers. Ooh. I did. I had on those. Oh, strap shit is a Christmas beer. This is good. Cause you know tomorrow's Crumbus. Crumbusy. Mm-hmm. Crumbus. Yeah. Keep your Crumbus bush trimmed and wet. <laughs> I do not know this reference. Tim and Eric. That's why. Yeah. Keep it trimmed, keep it wet. There's a song. There's always a song on Tim and Eric. That's, that's a good point. Tim and Eric's the only show that I don't but turn off. But then Matt shouldn't know because Matt immediately turns off shows. Oh, where when they, that's true. I said, I, that I, Tim and Eric, I will listen to the singing. And that was also a recent, um, that was a recent addition to my hatred, my hatred file of life. Mostly because every cartoon that I watch that's on on Sunday nights has some sort of song. Except Bob's Burger because every episode ends with a song. Yeah. That one gets a pass. But The Simpsons and Family Guy when they start singing. Or my sitcoms. Just fucking dance monkey. Uh, are you talking about Goldbergs? Because that's the only sitcom yep. I can think of that you that's watch one. that they sing on a lot. Um, yeah, they sing on that one quite a bit. Superstore they have once or twice, but that's not that bad. Yeah, Goldberg's has really been reaching. Mm-hmm. You know what they never sing in? Pornography. Well, I'm going <laughs> to not say never. I've never seen a singing pornography yet. Amy is furiously <laughs> I mean, Googling right now. There's got to be. I mean, I haven't seen one either, but. I, I would it's imagine that you could you could I mean, do an uh, edited video of the screams and it comes out to be one of those 
I have a structured settlement, but I need cash now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is that JG Wetworth? Do you think there's yeah. a JG Wetworth triple X parody out there? I I thought I just made it up, but this is a world with the internet in it. Yeah, so that's I mean, good. Rule 34, man. We just said it, so it already exists. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Fuck. <laughs> I, I, I got nothing else. Yeah. Corey? It, it's hard to go further th- with the show describing it w- because it's just, it really is a rose love fest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't even mentioned Edward the, the werewolf. Edgar? Yeah. Edgar, yep. Uh, who's also a great character and who is the only one who's completely distrusting of Norman. Mm-hmm. Which was a little bummer that we didn't get a, a Norman payoff, but I don't want to see the character go away. I kind of felt bad right. seeing what is potentially the cousin going away because I thought she was a good addition too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to say that death is the end for anyone on that show, so True. Right. I'm pretty okay with it. I think I I think that they they tied up enough loose ends to make it a cohesive story for the six episodes that we have now. But they left enough open that if this becomes a thing, which I certainly hope it becomes a thing, that they have more storylines to follow down. And no. I mean, like, we certainly know that Christine is maybe not as opposed to murder as one might hope, I guess. No, she's got that that Adams family value. Ha. That is <laughs> basically good person, fun loving, you know, really sweet, but also prone to enjoying killing people or the most hideous emotions and stuff that come from people and celebrating those things. They uh, say that the fastest way to a man's heart is a power saw. <laughs> <laughs> so good. You're not yeah. wrong, Christine. But a good meal works too. It's so good. So who is the audience for this show? Because it is not children. No. In the sense that we have all that stuff in the second episode about nipples and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to keep this for a friend. And and it's not people who are looking to learn recipes. No. Um, I think it's, I mean, because it's the same way. Like, like we, you know, like we learned that Matt watches cooking shows where you don't actually learn how to cook you just enjoy watching the process it's sort of like that it's it's that i mean because that's a whole thing right is and and that's part of why like spending all this kind of time making something beautiful only for people to eat it like that's that's part of it is that if if that's the thing that you like doing then it's the process that you enjoy um just as much if not more than the finished product but we're so, not getting like hardcore process on these things either. We're getting little bits here and there that kind of show you that over time you'll probably learn how to get a whole process together for one project. Right. But it's it's um, the fine tuning. Yeah, more I mean, than... it's definitely like if you, I mean, I think if you care enough to try the projects, you probably already know how to make royal icing or you already, you know, like you already have the basics if you're going to try something as advanced as these projects are. Um Whereas otherwise, like, you're happy to have the payoff and watch, you know, puppets talk about ball gags and 
them sweet, sweet nipples. Or you get to see Christine walk down the stairs in that red dress in that fifth episode. Uh, yeah, and you can notice her donuts. Mm. Yeah, I mean, which is, that's one of the best, like, people gift that so hard. And he's like, I admit that first I noticed your donuts. And she just, like, looks down at her cleavage and then looks back <laughs> up. And that good. Yeah, she wonderful. <laughs> I love that. I love the part where Rankle's joking about like, oh, what? Guys aren't like crazy about your bare ankles. <laughs> I'd be like, Rankle, do you know who you're talking to? That's Dita Von Teese. We've seen it all. I have not seen it all. Wow. Maybe I've, oh, oh. I've probably seen quite a bit of it. Yeah, I mean, about it. most of the parts that count. I, I figured she's She's someone else who dated Manson, so I assume that she showed up mostly naked at many events. Yeah. I mean, she's sort of the more popular face of the modern burlesque movement, so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to, like, label her as just someone who dated Manson, but she did. <laughs> that was yeah. that was where I discovered her, not because I was a Manson follower, but just because it's like, oh, here's Marilyn Manson, and here's the knockout that he's dating. How does this keep fucking happening? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I think it's sort of, I mean, it's like, it's a weird thing to say it's such a narrative, like, but like, I am the perfect target audience for this show is it's like weird and crafty and like I'm in. Yeah. And I don't I know anybody that hasn't enjoyed it either. Is I think fact. anybody who grew up watching Labyrinth and the Dark Crystal yeah. and likes a darker form of, uh, Muppet puppetry. Mm-hmm is probably the other portion of it who is coming to the show and they're like, this is great just for that portion of it. Right. You know, cause the comedy is really well done. The voice mm -hmm. acting is all excellent. The puppetry is fun. They're great designs. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's, there's two things that you can come at to get, get an audience, but it is weird. It's hard to describe to somebody and say, you're really going to love the show. Oh, what's it about? Uh, um, Fucked up puppets. Yeah. And someone creating stuff that you will never be able to duplicate. Yeah. You yeah. might. I mean, I I might. I can try. And you will probably try. That's the other part, too, is it? But it's that's a rare breed. Yeah. No, I agree. But I mean, I think I think it's less rare than it once was. I think there's way more. I mean, it's. It's a lot of hipster stuff, too. You know what I mean? Like, it's the DIY. Like, I mean, yeah. Like, I could just buy that or I could spend uh, three times as much and three days and do it myself. I do appreciate having a tight target audience. Mm -hmm. of Like, I'm making this for this specific that's, crowd. That's the beautiful thing about Netflix, right? Is right. it's like, that's the beautiful age that we're in. We don't have to appeal to every family of four that's sitting on their couch every night. Like, you can make it for me. Like but they, this is also the year that Netflix started canceling a shit ton of shows yeah. because they weren't performing at the level that they wanted them to. And it seems like a lot of other venues would kill for those numbers. And kill I think for it the depends a lot on like on on cost versus right. return also. Like, because I mean, like this, like this is minimal. Christine did most of the work herself, which I mean, she's certainly getting paid for, but it's not a crew of like a Marvel show. Or a right. DC show. Like, it's not, like, a big production. It's a couple of sets. And nonsense baked kids. <laughs> I love it. 
I really wouldn't have minded. Like one of the shows that I liked a lot was Ace of Cakes. Yep. And obviously they weren't showing us how to cook cakes on Ace of Cakes. Right. Uh, but I loved the group. I loved everybody who worked. In, it's in not that different from that. Place. You're like that's yeah. that's a pretty good comparison. Is you're in it for the personalities. Yeah, because I watched the else is extra. I watched Cupcake Wars, and Cupcake Wars was a piece of crap because yeah. you're not only not learning how to make cupcakes, but at the end of the day, it's just a stack of fucking cupcakes. It doesn't look like anything. You get a couple of builders in there to make you a platform, but it's yeah. just a bunch of goddamn cupcakes. Why is this interesting? You're like, yeah, these are delicious. Great. I yeah, super. Sounds wow, you really utilize the avocado in this one. I don't know what that fucking means. <laughs> <laughs> oh no yeah all right so matt you probably have a full bladder <laughs> it's like you've been doing this with me for fucking three and a half years <laughs> <clears throat> it's true i have to be <laughs> uh we have to rate this zero to five amy you're our guest you have to go first um, I mean, I, I rated a five because I, I am the target audience of this show. They were like, hey, what do you want to see? And I didn't even know that this was the answer. <laughs> Just, yeah. five. Uh, Netflix is inside your brain. Mm. Corey, how about you? I am not the target audience, but I really love this show. And if it came down to just ranking it on Rose, it would be as high as Amy gave it. I'm going to go a hard 4.5. Did you accentuate hard on purpose? <laughs> okay. Um, I gave it a four. I guess I'm the dick here. I no. I thought it was good. That's a solid fucking number, man. Especially for you having to pay attention for three hours. <laughs> um, I like that it was like 22, 23 minute episodes because I could watch like one here, one there. It wasn't a, you know, three hour commitment. Uh-huh. So I, I could get behind that. <clears throat> I actually finished it this morning while cooking. Nice. That like makes me pretty much a housewife. Mm-hmm. And are you like me where you're watching something where people are making excellent food on TV and you're putting together something that would basically be considered on the, the watch list for poison control? <laughs> no. I, uh, I watch baking shows while I eat salads so that yeah. I can pretend I'm not sad. Um, I made shrimp dip, which I then ate the entire plate of. Uh, I also made smoked chicken and chicken wings and salmon. Your shrimp dip, is it dip made out of shrimp? Or no, is so it it's like it was uh, cream cheese. I used a little soy sauce, garlic powder, chopped onions, and then um, cocktail sauce, and then shrimp on top, and then you eat with crackers. Nice. Um, except because I went the extra mile, I made my own cocktail sauce with Whataburger spicy ketchup and horseradish. Mm-hmm. Whataburger spicy ketchup, which now Anessa has said that yeah. she likes yeah. the Racha ketchup nope. more. Anessa's dead to me. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. You got a, do you have a Whataburger near you or is nope. it? A, I get that shit yeah. shipped in from the motherland. Which is Texas, right? Yeah. I just I have family down there. I'm just like, hey, can you, can you ship me a jug of Whataburger? Yeah. It's a true story. Or if I go down there for work, I will buy some and bring a bunch home. Because it has a shelf life of 87 years. Yeah. Because it's ketchup. It's not even that spicy. There was a Cattleman's Gold. was a, a, I think it's like a yellow barbecue sauce or something that there was a Cattleman's restaurant. Not, there was a couple different places 
I think. There was a restaurant that wasn't Cattleman's because the Cattleman's restaurant didn't have it uh, that had Cattleman's Gold and I got it. Someone has suggested to me uh, for dipping fries in and the stuff is just tremendous. And I found it online. I ordered it and then I didn't eat it and it expired. And shit like that shouldn't expire. No, it shouldn't even have no. No. final dates. But I still felt really stupid. Like I wanted this so bad for years and I finally found it and I got it and I couldn't I couldn't finish it. Oh, boy. All right. Well, you can contact us by leaving us a voicemail at 805-328-3966. Email us at pod at gncast.com. You can leave us a message on our website, too. Go to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Podcast of Terror. Subscribe to the show via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. We really need to get on Spotify. Do we? Yeah, I mean, I stopped using uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts as I switched to Spotify. I was just wondering if... It- did did Taylor Swift support Spotify now? Is that a is that are we allowed back on there? No, I don't give a shit. I'm a Swifty. I don't I don't do fuck all unless uh, Taylor Tay says so. Well, no, I don't even I don't even know how to get the show on Spotify because I have no control of the feed or anything. So I'll have to take it up with an us and Brad, I guess. Yeah. Dave quit. Get on this new bosses. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Do immediately bring problems me. including new boss who's dead to matt because you like the wrong ketchup <laughs> i'll just i'll go directly to brad and be like i don't want anessa involved in this <laughs> um beatmaster yeah spotify takes all podcasts now you just have to like fill out the form at first when they started doing it it was only select podcasts and now it's open to everybody <laughs> unless spotify. they change that but a buddy of mine just started the status of your podcast is on um on Spotify already. So if he can do it, I can do it. And that's the secret audience that we've been missing this whole time. That's where we're going to blow up. There it is. No, I just Spotify. figure. Or we become friends with Dita Von Tees. Oh, I would Dita Von Tees or tits. <laughs> Sorry. I knew it. I, I knew you couldn't resist, Matt. I, I, um, yeah, I would, yeah, I would, yeah. You're just going to bank that for the next six days. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Um. Yeah, I'm just give on D's and a lot of arbinators. Well, I'm gonna use the grease from the arbinator as lube. Oh, all right. All subscription options and links can be found at gncast.com/slash/subscribe. You can follow the entire network on on Facebook under the Glider Network. Amy, thanks. Thank you. Where can people find your stuff again? People uh, can find me uh, at my Etsy store at danioracosplay.com, D-A-N-I-O-R-A, facebook.com slash danioracosplay, or uh, my newest venture, facebook.com slash danioracreates, which is where all of my random shit is going to wind up eventually, Uh, and on Twitter at daniora. You're still doing the overcast, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the overcast podcast, your source for Overwatch speculation, analysis, and opinions. Oh, it sounds Overcast like you said that 145 times. 180. 180. Fuck, man. Well, we'll have link. I'll have links for everything in the show notes. Yeah. We uh, had to prompt JF to to remind him that he does the overcast when he was. Yeah, on we. Week. I mean, it's it's the an hour week where we sit and talk about our favorite video game together. The fact that you out. start the hour by talking about your favorite fast food and or problems with your junk. <laughs> that's what gets us the big download numbers. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think this uh, upcoming episode we talk mostly about JF's car for like fifteen minutes. Uh, does he have a car? Can you have a car in Canada? 
It's more of a dog sled, but <laughs> Just, that's what I kind of figured. Yeah. Uh, Corey, how about you? Or whatever. It's JF, so it's probably actually pulled by cats. Talking. Oh. Uh, I am here. I, I do this show. I will maybe eventually get back to some other shows that I used to do. I miss those shows. I miss those people. I miss those people a lot. Uh, Brandon, who was in our chat earlier. I, I, I think he's I, still there. We'll see. He's probably tired. Yeah. And then uh, Beatmaster, of course. But just in general, man, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm just around. <laughs> like if you just like put up the bad signal. Yeah. I do want to say a big thank you to uh, Tasteful Dave Nelson, though, for having started this network and gotten Ruining me to be my a part life. of it. Oh, and yeah, for for doing this to us. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for, to find out how many moose power JF's Hyundai is. <laughs> and just one powerful moose, probably two, and a and a thirty point buck. I'd rather fuck a moose. You're gonna need a ladder. <laughs> Isn't that from that show, that Canadian show that we were watching? No, that was um, you're thinking the letter, Kenny, and it's from uh, Super Troopers too. Oh, that makes sense. Apparently, JF's not going to fill us in on how many moose power is Hyundai is. Yeah. Um. All right. Many much moosin. Many much moosin. Uh, I do love Brian Regan. All right. Um. We're taking next week off because I kind of fucked it up when I was scheduling and making out our sheets. So now I'm just going to say that I'm going to be too tired for masturbating. That was what the answer was going to be, no matter what you said. Um, it actually makes like the most sense to do it because I'm just going to be here home alone, but uh, masturbating. I, I would seriously picture just like me sitting here at the at the pulpit and then Matt wandering on screen looking all dead-eyed and white as a sheet and just like a box of kleenex not anything in it just the box itself hanging off of his fucking belt like that. just chugging gatorade like oh god i gotta rehydrate right <laughs> just looks at this at the camera like is there porn in there just <laughs> you guys don't know how fucking right you are <laughs> We do. You haven't checked for the webcams in your attic yet. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, yeah. So in two weeks, we'll be back. Uh, We're going to, it's the reschedule of um, what we do in the shadows with Cameron. That should be a good time. Now I'm just creeped out. Um, (laughs) Sleep well. Damn, fuck it. I, I sleep through the power of beer. Amy, thanks again. Thank you. Uh, that's going to do it for another episode of the podcast. We'll talk to you guys next week. Stay scary in the new year, everybody. Bye.